Hello, friends. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy for you to create your own professional website. It frees you from the burdens of learning HTML and allows you to make a fucking badass website very easily and even more easily and even more efficient now with Squarespace 7. Squarespace has just launched the all-new improvement to Squarespace 6, which is Squarespace 7, which would be weird if it was like Squarespace 50. Squareface? Someone's going to have a fake website now called Squareface. No, they won't. What am I saying? Squarespace 7 refines all the powerful features from Squarespace 6 into one seamless experience. It's fucking awesome, man. Um, used it, seen it, uh, seen sites from it. The websites that we've uh, did contests on, just you can make amazing professional-looking websites with Squarespace, with Google Apps. Setup's completely painless. Getty Images Integration, which is huge for Squarespace 7. You can get professional Getty Images for just 10 bucks an image, which normally would cost you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and enter the code word Joe. It is an awesome way to build a website. And Squarespace, a better web, starts with your website. I'm not saying that anymore, Squarespace. Okay? I don't like slogans. Your your product is dope. It's good enough. Squarespace.com, code word Joe, save 10% off. We're also brought to you by Smart Things. Smart Things is one of Time Magazine's best gadgets for 2014. And what it is, it allows you to monitor, control, and automate your home from wherever you are by using your smartphone. It's pretty fucking slick. You can monitor and control your lights, electronics, and even small appliances. Your home security, you can set it up easily without monthly fees, contracts, or complicated installations, and you get instant alerts if there's any unexpected movement or entry into your home. Smart Things won the Consumer Electronics Show's 2015 Editor's Choice Award. Award. I'm like from Minnesota. Your Editor's Choice Award. Your Editor's Choice Award. Point being, it's fucking badass. Go check it out. The free i. Um, it, the free SmartThings app works with iOS, which is uh, iPhone, obviously, Android, and Windows. To get started, you just follow the in-app instructions to connect to the SmartThings hub, then place smart sensors and devices around the house. Simple, easy, and awesome. SmartThings right now is offering this podcast, the listeners of the Joe Rogan Experience, 10% off any of its home security or solution kits by going to smartthings.com forward slash Rogan. 10% off any home security or solution kit and get free shipping in the U.S. when you go to smartthings.com forward slash Rogan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that all of them? No. More to come. Jesus Christ. I have a lot of ads this week. I'm only doing one podcast. If you go to Vegas.com right now, you fucks. Okay, you can save 10% off hotels, shows, vertical zip lining off the Rio. Pick anything on the site that suits you. Enter my code Rogan in the promo box at checkout and get an extra 10% off everything but air and hotel packages. That's Vegas.com and get your bonus savings with my secret code Rogan. How's it secret? It's not secret. I'm telling you. They're telling me that to tell you that it's a secret. It's a lot of people listening. This is a secret that's going to get out. This is not a fucking secret. God damn it. Everything in Vegas has to be a secret. Hey, if it happened in Vegas, it stays in Vegas. Shh. The code word's Rogan. 
Lots of fucking things you can do at Vegas where Vegas.com can save you money. Headliner shows. You can go see Penn & Teller. You can go see Ron White, Cirque du Soleil. I wonder if you could see me. I wonder if, because it says comedy. It says Penn & Teller and Ron White. I wonder if it's only them. But I know you can see the Cirque du Soleil, tours, attractions. I know you're saying, Joe, shouldn't you know what the fuck you could save money with? Shouldn't you know if your own show is, yeah, I should, but I don't. So there you go. I don't think about shit that much. I just do. I just keep moving, dog. You can go uh, and uh, have a great fucking time and save 10% off the packages. Vegas.com right now. When you go, use the code word Rogan in the promo box. And the last one, I promise. The National Academy of Sports Medicine. My friend, New Year's resolutions are here, my friend. Everybody's got one. You can be in shape, be healthier, get a new job, and do all three in one blast by becoming a personal trainer with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. If you're one of those people that hates being locked into a cubicle and goes to the gym and sees people that are working out with people and people that are personal trainers and says, man, that's probably a fucking good job for me. That's what I enjoy doing. I like personal fitness. I like getting in shape. I like all that kind of shit. If you're into that, Become a trainer. You can do it with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. The fitness industry is booming, ladies and gentlemen, and the demand for personal trainers is soaring. It's expensive as fuck. You know, if you want to pay 50 bucks every time you work out or whatever the hell it is that your gym charges or your trainer charges for an hour, it's hard. It's hard for people to come up with that kind of shekels. But if you can afford it, oh, my God, it's so much better. It's better than working out on your own. Somebody, like, forces you to work out, you can get in wicked good shape, and people are recognizing that. And because of that, personal trainers, the, the business for personal trainers is fucking booming. It's an awesome thing. My buddy Justin Milos, um, the Justin Milos on Twitter, he's my personal trainer. I've had him for a couple of years now. It makes a huge difference in how much I work out and how hard I work out, what kind of shape I get in. And they also tell you what to do correctly and not correctly. It's a giant thing to have, folks. Get a head start on 2015 and become a fucking personal trainer with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. If you do not land a job as a personal trainer within 60 days of certification, they will give you your money back guaranteed. Pretty sweet. Go to MyUSATrainer.com. That's MyUSATrainer.com for a free 14-day sneak peek of their fast and fun online program. That's MyUSATrainer.com for details restrictions apply you got to say that because we live in a litigious society Ooh, that's it my usatrainer.com done this podcast is with ari motherfucking shafir and duncan motherfucking trussell two of the funniest dudes i know two of the most awesome human beings that i've ever met and uh just two great guys to sit around and talk with and it's all here now the Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. I need a um, a new theme song. It's time. Yeah, six hundred episodes. I think it's. Yeah, but you haven't had that for the first hundred. Yeah, whatever. But still five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. I mean, it's great. I love it. I used to like the. Uh, Tell Nick Diaz that um, if he doesn't win, then you got to get a new theme song. I will never take his his voice off the theme song. We'll do a new theme song and, and we'll incorporate his voice. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nick Diaz wins. He's got his hands up in the air. He's like, train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night. Yeah. All day. I was like, that's the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Next to the birth of my children. It's right up there. Wow. <laughs> 
So uh, we're all here because we're friends, and this is an intervention, Duncan. Um, you, I know <laughs> I you thought this was a podcast. Stop masturbating! You're gonna, you're gonna have I'm to not stop, gonna stop, man. man. Because stop. Ari, tell them about the demons. Tell them what happens. Yeah, when I don't know if you know this, when Jews know that when people masturbate, they're actually fucking a demon uh, that's on top of you. Yeah, that you can't even see. And when you come, it comes into her belly, and you have demon babies. The only way to get the Jews out of my body is to jerk off Jews. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, wait a minute. The only way to get the Jews out of your body the is to jerk off. The demons out oh. of my body. Oh, you have to Anytime like sometimes I get possessed by demons uh, yeah. <laughs> and they swell up in my chest and they cause my penis to expand uh and to change shape. You know what I'm talking about? When the <laughs> yeah, demon gets inside of you and inside makes your, your penis, yeah, and your penis, penis takes, change shape, yeah. changes shape. It's very strange. I've seen that. It comes so, like the Stay Puff Marshmallow guy. Yeah. So you get demons too. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, when these I things come, sexy movies. the only thing that gets the demon out is if I jerk off a Semitic man, oh. and then when I do that, I see the demon come out of my penis in the form of this white, salty substance. And then it goes back to normal. Your penis? No, it stays like. Crazy. Crazy. Stays aggressive. Yeah. It's always screaming, howling at night. So, so we're here. So we're uh, here. This yeah, is not this happening. Is nice. The new show on Comedy Central. Ari Shafir, officially a baller. Just had his new Comedy Central hour special. Yeah. Paid regular. That was the coolest shit, man. The comedy store was tweeting photos of the, uh, and Red Band tweeted some too, of the patio, the filled patio. Everyone out there. Everybody out there watching your special on TV while you were performing in the OR. That was the craziest picture. Jeff Scott showed me a picture of you on stage, live at the store, and on stage. And my special was from that same stage. And you know what's even cooler? (laughs) If people come to see you now, I think your new material now is some of the best shit you've ever done. It's right up there with the best bits you've ever done. The new shit that you're doing now, the stuff you did in Vegas, it's fucking great, man. It's really funny shit without nice. telling anybody. I got anybody. like eight of it. <laughs> what did you say? You got eight got minutes? About eight minutes of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's golden. all right, dude. Just keep swinging, you know? I'm like at about 40 right now. It's uh, but it's forty that I don't I don't know it that well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, it's, now it's still ever evolving. Like you say, Jarvis, his friend Jarvis, my friend too, Jarvis. Uh, he used to say that uh, bits were like um, like cooling metal or cooling honey. So it was like real fluid. Mm-hmm. And then as it gets cooler, it takes like more and more shape until it becomes like the same thing every time. That's cool. Yeah, remember that? I never. I don't remember. You him told me when you were a talent coordinator. You told me that. That's an interesting way to look at it. I've always felt that they grow, though. I always felt that they're a living thing mm-hmm. and they become sturdy. Like they start off as like little saplings, and they're like, oh, sometimes they look impressive, and sometimes they come. Sometimes they come out. They're fucking trees. There's certain bits that I've done that were already a tree before they yeah. ever got to the stage. Like the vegan bit that was just on my last special. I wrote that bit all after one conversation. Did you name wrote- that bit Jamie Kilstein? <laughs> to Jamie Kilstein with love. No. <laughs> Jamie Kilstein, believe it or not, yeah. even though he talks a lot about being a vegan, he's not preachy about it. And he also admits that he ate a lot of meat. He's, oh, really? a, he's a bad example of that. Jamie Kilstein gets a bad rap. And par- part of it is because the conversation that he and I had on the show, but... What he's, was, he's now, not, what was that again? Yeah, what, what was, was that, that conversation? I don't remember. If he's that. out there listening, Jamie Kilstein, I think you're a good dude. I really do. I think he, he's a gen, he, he's a genuinely like what he's trying to do. He genuinely thinks he's doing like really good things, and he's just. It was about the um, the Daniel Tosh rape thing. You know, Daniel oh, Tosh yeah. made that joke um, where he asked the audience what they wanted to talk about. Some guy yells out rape. 
And Daniel Tosh starts saying, like, oh, yeah, what a great subject. Like, what's so funny about rape? Is it the humiliation? Is it the violence? Some woman says, actually, nothing is funny mm. about rape. And he goes, wouldn't it be funny if five guys just raped her right now? Like, mm. And it became yeah. this big... So, I mean, first of all, that's the kind of shit that happens at a goddamn comedy club. Yeah. You know, we all know that. And the guy's just trying to be funny while he's on his toes on a stage in the spur of the moment. Yeah, it's, to me, it's like a non-issue. Like, yeah, so Jamie and I disagreed with it heavily because he felt like it's lazy and he felt like it contributed to rape culture, which is a term that like gets bandied about. It's a it's a weird term, you know. Some people think it's a horseshit term. You know, there is no rape culture. It's a real people... thing. That's why if you see the Indian comics the, uh, from India and stuff, they're super uh, rape jokey. And it <laughs> comes out in their uh, consistent gang kidding? rapes. No, that's all. The, that's pretty much like all our comics. Just talk about rape and gang rape, and then it really bleeds into the culture. <laughs> 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 no, there's no Indian comics. <laughs> what about <laughs> Russell one. Peters? What are you talking he's about? Canadian. What about Aziz Ansari? <laughs> he's yeah. fucking from Houston. Dude, these are they're Indians. No, I'm in India. <laughs> they're brown as fuck. There, I think there are Indian comics. There must Ooh. be. For I sure. don't know. I just do they have a scene? You think out there it's must they? There's they have a be giant movie industry there. Oh, so they, yeah. Oh yeah. Their movie industry is bigger than our movie industry. Super porny, right? Aren't, isn't there always long sex scenes? In if those? you consider juggling uh, fruit and singing in between a gunfighting scene, porny. Because <laughs> like stuff. all their movies still have like <laughs> musical <laughs> numbers yeah. where like they will start in the middle of a real action movie. When I went to India, we would like <laughs> we would take Valium and go to this movie theater. And New Delhi and just watch their movies because they're so trippy. But yeah, in the middle of like an action movie, uh, it'll stop into a musical number that, wow. like a real serious action movie. Why? It's just their culture. They like it. They like it. They like yeah. that style of. That's just of what it's supposed theater. to be. Well, I mean, we used to like it. I and mean, if you go back and try to watch those old Oklahoma. movies. Well, Something all like those that. like Gene Kelly movies, they would start dancing in the oh, street. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. would stand there and people would dance around them. I mean, yeah. They had music videos that broke out in the middle of a movie. Oh, so they have all that's these a plots. Great way to put it. Yeah, yeah, they have all these plots. They have real language. They have real dialogue. They have a real storyline. It's so weird, yeah. though, when you see it. Like, why aren't there singing? <laughs> there wouldn't be singing. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they talking in rhyme? Yeah, what, what are you it, talking about? Well, it's the, someone's desire, the one person's desire in the middle of a gigantic performance where people are interacting with each other. It's one person's desire to totally steal the spotlight. And the best way to do that is by singing. <laughs> yeah. And everybody has to stand around and listen while John, like, we're all, like, support. We're in the right. back, and John's in the center. He's singing. We're snapping. And, yeah, and he's got this great point. And we're all like, wow, yeah. And he's singing about life. And everyone's uh -huh. letting him move around. John's singing about life. Nobody stops and go, what are you fucking doing, man? Like, why are you singing? Like, nobody interacts with him. There's no interacting. It's just this one guy. Which is what the theater, to some folks, is all about. That moment on stage, holding the skull. Look upon thee! <laughs> yeah. That reminds me, man. Yeah. I got a million-dollar idea. What's that? Found footage musical. Like, you know <laughs> those found footage movies, but they find one where, like, people are actually <laughs> singing? <laughs> like a real musical. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, like, <laughs> no music is playing. They just start singing. Yeah, like, what the fuck are they doing? everybody stands around. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Really bad songs. But, like, and... this choppy video. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, he's not really getting it. It's totally happening right now. I got another, I got a great idea to do with it. A yeah. fucking, a, an improvised 
musical reality show. Oh, it's all wow, improvised cool. musical. But they got to do it in That's song a great and idea. dance. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. great idea. You got to bring them into a situation. Big Brother, and- it's song. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and the audience doesn't know, so they have to. They're they're people are going to interact with them. Reality. So they have to sing out to this like restaurant or bar. Yeah. Have you ever seen the video? There's a video with this to bring you back to uh, activists that get that sometimes miss the point. There was a, a video of this lady. She steps into a chicken restaurant and she starts talking about this is not food. This is violence. Yeah. You know, and there's a little girl and, her, you know, she starts saying and she just wants to live. She just wants to be happy and she just wants to live. And this little girl was going to die just like all of her sisters and all of her brothers a, and her a family. Turkey, a chicken? A chicken. Uh. And she rescued this, this chicken. And so she has like videos of the same gal with her chicken yeah. at home. You know, it's like, <sighs> so she goes into a restaurant and disrupts all these people and like tells this whole story and then explains that it's her, you know, her chicken. And then a whole crew of assholes come in behind her with signs. This is not food. It's violence. Mm. I mean, it's, it's so weird. And they're like, we're just running a restaurant. Dude, it seems like a parody. It seems like someone is just badass. Some Tim and Eric type dude. Really? Just put together some <laughs> badass parody that's so subtle, you're like, not sure. Right. Like, is this bitch really this crazy that she's referring to this chicken as her girl? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it seems sometimes that like activists aren't aware of the fact that if their stunt isn't pulled off in the right way it seems like it could be more detrimental it comes off super lame of course you know like people will the response is going to be to to eat more chicken (laughs) yeah yeah, just because you're like (laughs) i don't want to be associated with this kind of behavior and if that means eating chicken then i guess i'll eat more chicken (laughs) so it's like it's it's dangerous to be an activist if you are not really subtle or if you aren't skillful in what you're doing like being an activist is yes. awesome just make sure that you're graceful when you do it well not yeah. only that you have to have a real objective sense of what actions you're putting out there and how those actions are going to be perceived and if you fake it people yeah. can see through it and it seems lame well there's some people that have this idea that their idea what whatever what they're protesting against is more important than anything that's going to disrupt anything that's going to involve that like greenpeace have you seen what greenpeace did with the nazca lines Oh, yeah, they fucked it's him up. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah. These dumb assholes went to the Nazca lines and they set up a What's green... Nas- p- What's the Nazca lines? Nazca lines are these... They don't even know how old they are, okay? They're thousands of years old. These lines... Meanwhile, I'm like, they don't even know how old they are. They're thousands of years old. (laughs) I think they've dated them. You just revealed that you're an immortal. What are they? They've dated them for more than a thousand years. Whatever it is. It's not There are all sorts of geometric patterns, animals, all sorts of different things. Some of them are animals. Some of them are spiders. There are all these weird patterns you can only see from the sky. Oh, patterns. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So they're patterns that are in, they're, they're patterns that are made on these like flat planes. And some of them are just a bunch of rocks that are pieced together in these lines and people have left them undisturbed because they're so cool forever so you can't just go there and walk around on them you can't fuck these assholes went there and they used some of the stones as like paperweights they pick some of the rocks off the ground why do they go there put a sign up this fucking stupid a green peace sign oh see that pull it do you got a photo of it jamie pull it up what dicks yeah, it's but what, so that, douchey and It arrogant. sucks because a lot of what Greenpeace does is really good, which is Remember they stop people from killing yeah. whales. Remember the when lines we beat the shit Nazca. out of a, 
Just there's photos, Jamie. Go to photos, Greenpeace Nazca lines. Duncan, remember we right beat there. up a seal outside of a, a Prada oh, that's store right. for Greenpeace? So look what these assholes did. See the, see how cool that, that design is, that oh. pattern? That pattern has been there for and that a That just naturally long happened in the, in the. Wow. Oh, right. And they were, they were using stones from that to put their sign what's that, down. What's that about? With the with the foot thing, so they weren't disturbing people. I don't know what the fuck they think they're doing. They're still disturbing it by doing that. Like sometimes standing on that. Look, you, your fucking footprints are also on that paper. I could see the bottom of your tread. You know what that means? That means you stand. You stood on that shit. You stood on that shit somewhere. And I'm supposed to believe that you're doing this all ethically? Yeah, and you're backfired. Not up it the backfired. Lines? They shouldn't have done that. It yeah. backfired, and that sucks because all the people yeah, who are who are, who are doing good work look like assholes now. Exactly. Exactly. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the actual. Wow. Like, those are the lines like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What makes them? We don't know. That's I mean, so cool. They don't, they don't know who made them. They really don't know. That's sh- that's it. Wow, that can't. That's not. That's not just like movement, like a no. magnetic movement, right? Oh no, 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 no. God, These are made. No, I mean, someone definitely, definitely, without a doubt, made. Is that them. in sand or is that in stone? Um, this is so funny. Some people think the geometric ones could be indicate a flow of water that's yeah. connected to rituals to summon water. Hmm. The spiders, birds, plants could be fertility symbols. Other possible explanations include uh, irrigation schemes or giant astronomical calendars. Why isn't everyone trying to figure it out? That looks like a bird. Yeah, well, they're definitely trying to figure it out. There's a dog. There's a monkey. What? Have you seen the monkey? No. Yeah, pull up the monkey, Jamie. They're so good. There's a dick there's butt. A spo- there's a there's spider. A spider. <laughs> dick butt. Yeah, that you- looks like, what's his name? If you What's keep scrolling, you'll, you'll, find, you'll find a monkey down there. There's a monkey in one of them. It's really cool. It's got like uh, there's a there's birds with like bird feet and shit. There's a gang of them. How did Bill Cosby and Ecstasy get mixed in with that? It's weird to see the images. Hashtags. That, oh. <laughs> People hashtag everything. <laughs> hashtag Bill Cosby. Just like. <laughs> well, do you remember when they used to do that with uh, websites? They would code certain words into websites. It's like a person. That people, uh-huh. Porn, people, porn, 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 funny, funny. Yeah, people think it's an alien, that thing, that person with the eyeballs. Oh, click on that. Whoa. Yeah, but it may, that's how my daughter draws people. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so everybody says it's an alien. It's an alien. Well, maybe. Maybe it's it like a two year old. Did that Star Trek once? Might be a giant two year old. It might be really shitty artists. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For thousands of years, the yeah. shitty artists of the Prangetti. Like, I had this conversation with this dude who was trying to tell me about, you know, these images that were on cave walls were, were you know, aliens, depictions of aliens. I'm like, oh. it was Graham Hancock, who I love. But yeah. I was like, come on, man, that might not be an alien. That could be a lot of shit. These people, they've, they've, they want to believe. But in, not only that, but it was thousands of years ago. Just what they saw back then. Like I what, think it was aliens. That's when they fucked <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up the monkey, Jamie. I need to see this monkey. Just I want to see type, the thing before. Type in cause, monkey because it's really go, cool. It's wait, got a curly tail. It's crazy. Wait, go down a little bit. Go down a little bit. Down more, 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 more. Stop. Up, up a little. Forget it. It's gone. I forgot it. I can't find well, there was a dog to the left. Do you see that one to the far left, Jamie? About three down. Oh, it's okay. Just let's see. try to find the monkey. Where's that monkey? Where's the fucking monkey, come man? Come on. Why are they hiding the monkey from us? No. Bird, well, if you go to the bird. Wikipedia, you can see the monkey. How do you Look, spell here's that? the Nazcac? monkey. Oh, wow. Nazca. Cool. Nazca. Here it is. Ari, right, see that? Yeah. Yeah. 
So Looks like it's puking or it's something. It's on the Wikipedia, if you go to the Wikipedia. Look at the monkey, Oh, man. no way. Yeah, how how big is that? How yeah, big is that? How Look, big you is can that? see it there. Oh, it's huge. Wow. It's enormous. Like, where, how big is a person? A toe? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a very good question. But they're really big. Wow. I mean, you, you, like, you see when those people were walking around... I mean, these are like, you know. Oh, right. They were laying that it's down. It's weird. It looks like it was drawn like with a finger on a tablet or yeah. something. It doesn't look like a shit ton of people spent a long time. Look, the tail kind of wore out. They've had some damage with mudslides, too, apparently. Oh. Yeah, huh. they, but they, they really, there's all sorts of explanations. So for nobody what they goes are. there. They just look at it. Yeah. And then the Greenpeace people went there. Well, I think the, yeah. aliens came, visited these people. Gave them, like, showed them some incredible shit. They left. The people want them to come back. So they draw these shapes on the ground, hoping that they'll return. It's classic cargo cult behavior. That's where it all is, right? In the same place in Peru? Yeah. Yeah, it's just one area. It's really fascinating also because uh, there's what look like landing strips there. Yeah. These long, parallel lines. They want them to come back. That's what it is. That's got to be that. That's what it is. Yeah. They want them to come that. back. That's gotta be. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It could be they just, you know, they just figured out how to draw shit in the ground that you could see from the sky. Maybe they just thought it was an interesting way to do something. That they couldn't see. Well, they could. They just couldn't see it really well. You know, you can only really truly see what it is when you're up above it. But, I mean, it's not impossible that they could measure it and do it all on the ground. I'm just proposing, you know, being the devil's advocate, like, it's not impossible that they did those. You could see the ground. I mean, you're looking down at your feet. It's not like you're, you, it's if invisible you're gonna to you. you're going to get me to help you do a 12-mile-wide monkey It's not that big. They're how, not that big. How big is it? Uh, they're not that big. They're, you know, I'm, a few I'm, hundred feet wide, I think, the really big ones. But they're not, like, 12 miles long or anything crazy. Uh, maybe I'd do it. The lines no, themselves, are, they're superficial. They're only 10 to 30 centimeters deep and could be washed away. Really? Yeah. So that's why nobody goes there because they'll wear it down? It's only ever received a very small amount of rain. But there's issues also that the great changes that we're seeing to the climate, that it might start raining there. Hmm. Isn't that fucked? Yeah. Or, or they'll get crops. Well, at least, you know, everybody's like really... Hooked yeah, I'll take crops over. But everyone, yeah, crops paintings. would be better than the stupid lines, right? Yeah. But everybody's really but the like, monkey lines. <laughs> Shut up, eat this. They have it in their head that you know this um, that this site is like it's super important. But we have all the images. Like once we have the images, if if the water comes and washes everything away, at least at least we've documented. We know these people made these things. We don't know why or when. Well, they think it's the Nazca culture, which is like I think it said here, four hundred to six hundred fifty A.D. So they so, lived there and maybe carved those things. They think slowly and that was, over time. So that's over a thousand years ago. That's you know more than uh, as as much as fifteen hundred years ago. Good workmanship. Could be longer. Crazy shit, man. They don't really um, have any explanation for why, but there's a lot of, I mean, you could, it could be aliens, right? I mean, if we can go to Mars, man, we can send a robot to Mars. It, it's so arrogant to think that we're the only ones that could do that. I've never seen any evidence whatsoever that's even remotely compelling that oh, aliens have visited here. None of it. None of it that's outside of other, the, like, there's not one thing that stands out where you say, that had to be aliens. It couldn't have just been really smart people. Not one thing. Yeah, why wouldn't ever. any of them left anything? Well, they might have. They might have. When, when we're looking at the pyramids, what we might be looking at is someone's knowledge and information from another culture. Well, don't the pyramids somehow point to 
serious? Uh, serious? Sort of, sort of. Well, it depends. He, see, there's a thing called the precession of the equinoxes. So the earth spins, yeah. right? You know, it's like it's, there's like a wobble to the earth. And so when you see this, the stars, it's not always the same. And it, it wobbles like, you know, every X amount of thousands of years. So depending upon where you think these were constructed, you would have a different star line. Oh, I see. You'd have a different thing that you would see. There's a guy named John Anthony West who's a, just amazing when it comes to this shit. His whole video series, it's called Magical Egypt. It's so good. If you've never, if you, I mean, it's like if you're not even interested at all yeah. in Egypt, you're like, eh, that's fucking boring. Bunch of people living in the sand like assholes. If you watch, <laughs> if you watch one of these videos, I would say that I would I love it. I would if I was high. Bunch people living just in being sand silly. Like assholes. <laughs> if I was just trying to be funny, I would say that. But um, his his videos just are super in depth about the construction methods uh-huh. and how big it is and like the all the, the the magical things about the way they built them. They think that it was a culture that lived a long fucking time before we think. Not just like 2,500 right. B.C., but like he's of the, the, the notion that it's like 10,000 plus B.C. And if you go to 10,000 B.C., apparently where the lion is, the sphinx, where it's pointing would be directly over the constellation Leo. Oh, I like the serious theory better, the dog star. What is that? It's like Robert Anton Wilson's crazy idea that the – that we are possibly currently existing in the Sirius star cluster and we're having this experience of reality pumped into our consciousness as a form of training for something. Like that, matrix pods? Like we're all yeah, matrix like pods. Suckling. And that there's like, so that, uh, there's like clues left in the simulator pointing back home <laughs> and just to, just as a little cookie, like you leave uh-huh. in video games, you know? Or maybe people a long time ago were more aware of the fact that this is a, a, a interdimensional academy, a kind of Hogwarts for young godlings who are trying to like who have the potential to become like universe creators but before they're released to like create their own dimensions they have to go through this infinite loop again and again and again until you learn that the most important thing is to love the people around you more than you love yourself and then boom no more then you can be a god well yeah then you can then we can trust you to fuck around with like our black hole machine or whatever i'm not gonna put you in charge of black holes while you're a selfish shithead that always seems to me like if that was really like a plot if someone had designed like people with this sort of like puzzle in front of them, the plot is eventually they're going to get intelligent enough. They're going to figure out the plot. Yeah. That seems to me to be like a really shitty way of doing things. Yeah. It's like, there's God, that's like very, just tell them how to do it. It's very godlike. Yeah. It's very, you will learn eventually. Just tell tell me. That's not the way we teach kids. Well, in that sense, it's like that confusion that people feel of, and like the existential angst of being a person where you don't know what the fuck you are, where are you going? Yeah. What happens when I die? Like, almost universally, that needs to be plugged up. Whether yeah. it's plugged up with this alien th- story, yes. or whether it's plugged up with, uh, you know, a Mormon story, whatever. Yeah. You just got to plug it up. Yeah. It's, it's You're talking about, like, yeah. the, 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 that aching yeah. feeling of terror that, like, some people, that's, man, that's... Like, what, what, what are we doing here? What yeah. are we doing here, though? Yeah, right. I understand. They, there's, a, there's a great uh, existentialist philosopher slash author Camus you ever heard of Camus of course I haven't heard of Camus (laughs) 
You haven't? <laughs> no. Who fucking, the Stranger is one of my favorite books. You'd love him, man. You would fucking yeah. really, yeah. really so love him. You'd really? love him. Yeah, you'd love him. Wow. But his the thing my you just My mother died dis- yesterday, or was it the day before? I can't remember. That's the first line. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. But he like that thing that you're talking about that that aching fucking thing. Sorry. His premise, C A M U S. His premise in a lot of. Uh, of his ilk, their premise is that, that that is being human. Like that awful feeling of like having a hole that you are constantly trying to plug up. It's just like whatever. What's the name here. of his book? What's the name well, of the, the myth of Sisyphus, the stranger. Yeah, the stranger's a novel. This yeah, book. try the myth of Sisyphus if you want to get into the philosophy angle. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool stuff, but it will give you that chilling kind spell of Sisyphus. S Y. S is there another wine there? Sis S Y S Y P H U S Sisyphus. 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 You know what's beautiful? I don't really need to totally know that. No, it'll it's fill it for you. Yeah, you probably mean throw this, it right? into Google. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, it'll be on the Kindle. Crack, yeah. crack. <laughs> you know, know Sisyphus. Sisyphus. You know who that is? Sisyphus. Sisyphus is this was cursed. It's a Greek myth. Was cursed by the gods to eternally push a boulder up to the very top of a hill and then to let it roll back down the hill. Right when it gets to the top, it'll oh, roll yeah, way back down. That story. And so this is the, like, the... Eternally, right? Eternally. So, the, so, like, the exis- some existentialists look at the human predicament and they point out the fact that you're going to die. No one will remember you in a few hundred years. All most human achievements that have happened in the past are completely lost, gone, forgotten. Even though they're in history, it's still ultimately a meaningless thing in the sense that you have this ex- inevitable personal extinction that's going to happen. Uh, and so the predicament in life is one of Why go on? being Sisyphus. Here yeah. we are. Anything we do, push it up the fucking hill. It's going to like roll back down. We got to start over. Push it up mm. the hill, roll back down. This is a kind of human archetype for how do we in the midst of what appears to be meaninglessness in the infinite scale find meaning in and in, in like human endeavors when the whole thing's going to get wiped out by uh, the star the the sun yeah explodes. some of those philosophers have brought them to god what's that some of those existentialists have brought them to god because they were like this must be the answer the exist there are the- weirdly there are like theological or theistic existentialists like Soren Kierkegaard. There's some of them are and yeah, do you believe in which God? Is like weird, but, but most then of them there's like, like there's nothing. Sart. Yeah, then they're they're the ones who are just like no, it's just all nausea and confusion, my friends. It's just a in- see. I don't buy that because I don't buy them knowing. I don't buy that anyone that says no, it's nothing. No, there's nothing. Like, how do you know there's nothing? You have no idea. Yeah, but when there's no examples, there's no proof right. for something. You're right. You don't even bring it up. Right. You don't bring it up, but you don't say it's not. But you don't. Yeah, you don't say it's not something either. But Ari, you land more in that camp, don't you? Yeah, it's you? not. It's not even part of the conversation. Get out of here with that shit. What yeah. if? But what if fish were <laughs> once? Bears. <laughs> well, if you look at the fossil record, Mr. Is there, Fear. Is there any reason to think that? Otherwise, what are you talking about? I think there is. I think there's reason to think that fish or bears or whatever the fuck you want to think, if it gets you in the zone. Right. This is that. It's like, because there's like a. That's, a like, that's, like, that's, like, that's like taking two dribbles before you take a foul shot. Like, it's just like ritual. There you go. If ritual well, no, makes you feel better. That's that, fine. That thing you just described, the two dribbles before the foul shot. Yeah. That, the, the, that's called chaos magic. That's the roots of a magical system. That's a, that, that's based on the idea that these symbols themselves they lack any inherent meaning outside of the mind state that they place you in, and so if they help you transform your will into reality, uh, so if that ritual helps you score, 
if whatever the fucking thing is that you do prior to sitting down to write or prior to whatever it is that your job happens to be, if that actually puts your mind in a state where you are more likely to receive inspiration or you're going to be more uh, graceful or athletic, yeah. then that's all that fucking then matters. Not, who cares if it's yeah. a lie? Yeah, that's all that matters. Who the symbols themselves? Do you? I mean, are you really gonna like yeah. worry over the actual existence of a elephant-headed god that ri- can shrink himself down and needs, ride around on a mouse? If you have a good mouse? family unit over it and you're, you're raised well, then it's like, all right, fine. I don't think it. the issue is a belief system as much as the issue is getting caught up in an ideology that you can't question. Yeah, that's because when you do that, if you you want to go in the Thor camp or whatever camp you want to go to, yeah. and you believe is the you know the grand <laughs> ruler of the fucking yeah. Zeus. Yeah, no matter who it is. <coughs> Name a guy. Odin. Odin. Odin, right? Okay. Praise Odin. Praise Odin. Yes. Anytime you <clears throat> can't question anything, you're fucksville. You know, you're if, fucksville. You, if you have yeah. something you believe in, that's probably empowering. <coughs> What's not empowering is when you subscribe to an ideology. Because if you believe that there's some all eternal, loving God that's looking over you and judging you every day, and that you have to do your best to make him proud, yes. that is your divine father. He yeah. created you, and you know deep in your DNA what the, the good things you're supposed to do is. If, if, that, if you really go live your life like that, you'll probably live a pretty fucking cool life. Yep. You'll be really nice to people. You'll be super righteous. You would want to make your daddy God all proud of you and shit. The problem is when you subscribe to an ideology and that doesn't let you question anything. The problem is not believing in a God. The problem is now what do you have to do because you believe that God? Well, now you have to stop gay marriage. You have to stop guys oh, right. from masturbating. You have to stop people from yeah. doing this and stop yeah. people from Everyone doing that. Everyone live that way. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you have to listen to me because my way is yeah. the right way and the Lord Destroy is the true Lord. Yeah. Islam is the truth. Yeah. All of that stuff. It's all yeah. the same shit. It's all the same shit. The ideology is the problem. It's That's not right. the believing in God. God, right. what does this motherfucker God want you to go do? Yeah, does he want you to strap rap. dynamite to your chest and right. walk into a cafe? But right. God gets associated with it, just like you're talking about the chicken lady. God gets associated with that. So mm-hmm. then you want to be like, no, fuck yep. them and fuck the thing they believe in. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's like a, God, the, the, what happens is there's violent people in the world mm-hmm. and they like to be violent. They enjoy it. It gets them off, but they can't rationalize the fact that they enjoy being violent because it seems so monstrous and animalistic. So right. they need, you need a reason. So you, there, religion is a fantastic way to justify every dark activity that well, humans engage. Yeah, we have to yeah. Find yeah. You can fucking, like, did you see the thing that popped up on the internet? ISIS's Guide to Having Child Sex Slaves? Did you see that? No. Like, they have a guidebook, which is like, they have questions. Like, there's important questions. If you have a slave that's underage, that's a girl, and you're wanting, or I guess a guy, I, don't, I guess they don't like gay people. So if you have an underage sex slave that's a girl, and you are in ISIS... You're going to have some questions. Right. The number one being, when, when do I get to fuck her? Yeah. And this is a guidebook where they're like, well, can you fuck her? Well, if she's able to have sex in this guidebook, it says if she's able to have sex, <clears throat> yeah. But if she's not, then you can enjoy her in other ways. Like, just don't penetrate her. But that's a real thing, man. They put, they're putting that and they're quoting. Okay. How do we know this is real? And how do we, we know don't this know is like some we, CIA plant? We don't know that. It could be. And I did think that, like, this could be yeah, propaganda. Yeah, I thought that. But this, this could be yeah, propaganda. First thing. But they do. They are taking slaves. Like, it is a thing <sighs> that they are taking slaves. And some of those slaves are women. And if you have a female slave that you've taken, that you've captured from your enemy, they generally rape that. then you are going to have some questions about the... Like, 
like as a religious person. If you want to live ethically, absolutely. Yeah, what are you going to do with your? How do you ethically fuck this girl? Like when, like when the dishwasher was invented, Jews had to go to the rabbis and said, "Are we allowed to put uh, milk and meat dishes in here? What's what's the ruling here?" That kind of shit. That kind of logic they use that based on their slaves and their sex lives. Are you? What is the answer to that? A lot of Jews have separate dishwashers. That's hilarious. Wow. Like oh wow. my goodness! If you want to be wow. kosher, yeah. The main thing is the main thing is this. The what the I mean, how awful is like the sex slavery is, and as ridiculous as that is, the structure is always the same. Yeah, which is a very manipulative, charismatic, power-hungry, narcissistic guy has convinced some dumb people that he has got the line in to God, and as long as they're coming to him to ask him what to do, it's great. That's the main structure. The structure needs to be that a certain amount of people believe that there is one person who has contact with an invisible guy and that that, that person will tell them what's right and what's wrong. Right. It's very comforting. Yeah, yeah, so you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Just go to the guy and ask him, like, you can finger There's no moral her. quantities anymore. <laughs> yeah, he, figure yeah, but like, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's so dark. But really, when you see what's, oh. what, what's happening there is this incredibly awful version of S&M. It's sadomasochism. You're going to your daddy to find out how to fuck. It's like this dark <laughs> sadomasochism. That's what it is. It's S&M. You're going to your daddy to find out if you can put milk with whatever in your in your washing machine. Mm-hmm. You're going to daddy to find out if you can use birth control. It's always set. A lot of times mm-hmm. it's sex related. Like the Pope just said something like, uh, didn't he just come out and say like you don't have to. He was talking about how to have sex. You know, they'll tell you you can't use birth control. You know, they, they tell you things involving sex, like a, a man who is connected to an invisible being will tell you how to fuck on this planet. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's so stupid. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it, what, I mean, it is stupid. It is as dumb as it gets. But sure. when you consider the fact that it is not only is it real. But it is like these people doing this are behind businesses that are making billions of dollars every year. And that money is going in the direction of paying for lobbyists to control government and politics. That's when it becomes sinister. That's when it becomes sinister. If you look at it from a big picture perspective, do you think it's possible for people to have gotten where we've gotten as quickly as we've gotten without religion, without some organizing ethical behavior guideline? Because of the big jump early on. Now it's holding us back, but back then it was really helping us. Like, guys, guys, don't kill. Well, we would be raping and pillaging still. Yeah. (laughs) There is a Judeo-Christian way of living, they say, which is Mm -hmm. just like the basic tenets, like don't murder, don't steal, don't. Don't don't uh, rape. Well, it's almost like an idea virus that is introduced into a system in order to force growth in a certain direction. Because I like, wonder if we would have gotten society without that. I doubt it. I doubt it. Greeks. Dude, dudes want to fuck. Didn't the Greeks? People want to rape. Yeah, but they had a gang of, of different gods. But I think they were kind of like... Greek gods. I think even back then they were... I, I think even back then... I don't know for sure. You know what? I'm not even going to... What? That part wow. of me that likes to chime in as though I know anything about Greek gods yeah. is about to come in. <laughs> I don't I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know if yeah. it's in the Roman ones or the Greek ones. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that, man. But I do think that it's uh, the, the predicament, that regardless of that, 
being whether that was a kind of cast that needed to be placed on humanity as a whole to allow this growth or this thing starting off to do yeah yeah now we're in a place where we've outgrown the cast time to take off the cast it's starting to smell like a like a like (laughs) somebody sneezed into a rotting (laughs) vagina well it's 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 being replaced with a new one it's being replaced with atheism Atheism is very much a religion. But, but we take those tenets of like, yeah, we got to yeah. kill. We like that one. But I, think- I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean, it's like, a, in, and religion's the wrong word. It's an organized group. The people that are a part of it, they, they subscribe to the, the ideology of this organized group and yeah. are almost like for a, a large percentage, at least, I shouldn't say almost the majority, but a large percentage are liberal. A large percentage of atheists oh, yeah. are liberal people uh-huh. uh, like they tend to lean left with their ideas i would yeah. say if you had a gauge the difference between the republican side and the democrat side like which one has more atheists it would clearly democrat. be democrat yeah. right Seems is that like right it. am i guessing i'm just guessing right i, I, would think I don't know so. Well, let's see if we're right. I'm sure I, that's I would been say done, that's right? yeah that seems pretty yeah. logical to think yeah. that i mean it does seem logical but let's see if it's true also they're more into they're super into god the right. republicans they might have some atheists, but the ones that are super under God, those are more Republicans. But right. I but I don't really know. Can you be a single president? Is that even possible no in this way. country? Nope. You can't even no be a single way. president? You can't be like, no, if you haven't yeah. figured that out. I hardly Yeah, that's it. something I was wondering. Like, no what, way we what, can put you in. What would happen like, if Obama – is a president allowed to have another job? Like, can Obama start like working on comedy? Could he yeah, I bet. do stand-up I mean, if he wanted to at night I if he, he wasn't working? Yeah, I bet he could. That would be amazing. I've done my job. It's six thirty p.m. I worked an extra hour. I'm clocked out. Yeah, well, they're saying there's <laughs> president. A lot of the people in Congress are closeted that are atheists. Closeted, closeted atheists. atheists. That's hilarious. Wow, what a bunch of fucking fakers. It's saying there's an article about this on uh, Think Progress. Why all of the atheists in Congress are are, are closeted. That's hilarious. They won't say it. They have to pretend. They can't. It's not popular. Atheism is not popular. Wow. There's, there's a certain thing that people want to do. They want to say something really stupid and have everybody else go, yeah, like we're not going to think any more than we already have. Yeah. Right. And when people say, well, I'll tell you what, I meet somebody and they're an atheist. I punch I them in the face. I just walk away because <laughs> yeah. they're a damn fool. Who yeah. said that? Steve Harvey. That's right. I've, I heard that. <laughs> did he really? I did it in a yeah, white he voice. Did, he did. did he really? Yes, yeah. he did. Yes, yeah. he did. You're a damn fool. You're a damn fool. And he gets a bunch of applause. He gets a bunch of claps. Silly in their brain. They silly. They silly. <laughs> that's yeah. not a. That's not an argument, PJ Harvey, what, whatever his name is. Steve Harvey. What kind of moral compass do you operate under? Mm. That's the idea. I can't trust you if you don't yeah. believe in the, the symbol that was created a long time ago by people trying to control other people. This is like. Well, yeah, I, once you go, it's silly. So forget it. It's well, like, the, oh. there's a book I read, and God damn it, I wish I could remember the name of it, but the very first chapter in the book was talking about how fascinating it is that in the uh, Old Testament, yeah. when God is asking for offerings, yeah. Kill he cow. only wants stuff that humans like. Like, he <laughs> only wants the best thing. Like, God never tells priests to ask people for, like... A jar of wasps. Right, right. It's only it, it's only like he only cows, goats. Yeah, like now crops. if the same system worked, then Car. the priest would come out and be like, "God wants." They do money. That's what they do. The fucking the right. people, J- Jimmy, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. But it's the difference is money. Now it's this ambiguous thing. But back then, what was kind of interesting is like you would actually ask for like 
the a car, a fatted a calf, or you'd ask yeah. for stuff. Wow, it's only stuff got men a would want. A new iPad. Adult. God yeah. wants a new iPad. Send your technology. Yeah, God wants. Uh, a, yeah, donate your computers. Yeah, it's very, it's fascinating that way. But I still, I mean, I do like. I don't know. I don't know. I think God's an overused word, but I do think there well, is definitely. A, they're like, I don't know what God wants. He didn't really tell us officially. How about how about we just give him some of this shit? It's our favorite shit. Yeah, just give we him something cows. nice. Man, that's really fascinating stuff. I've, I've been reading this book that, you know, it's a controversial book, and some people say that it's like, I don't know, I like the book. It's well written. It's called uh, Zealot by Reza Aslan. It's the historical Christ, and his premise is uh, that Jesus, regardless of his premise, what's really fascinating is he's just talking about what it was like back then, which is that the Romans had were occupying. Um, that 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 land and that the priests were actually people who were used to be it used to be like a religious thing but they would buy their positions from the romans so everybody wanted the romans gone and so right so like you know in the story uh, in the bible jesus is crucified between two thieves and so reza aslan says that if you look at the actual word for thief it, it it actually translates into bandit and bandit is the word that the romans used to describe people who are trying to overthrow them so jesus his premises was a somebody who was pro-violence and wanted to overthrow the romans and there were a lot of other people like him too and so when people were saying they were like the son of god or the messiah the term messiah actually meant like the the king of the jews somebody who was going to like lead the liberate the jews from the romans it's a really great book in the very first chapter that'd be a cool fucking movie it would be really cool, but that when, version of when it. they talk about the the, <laughs> yeah. the, the uh, get that what, same dude to play it. Well, yeah. they were no. I mean, a lot of like what he says is like if that you read in the cool. in, in the in the Bible yeah, now, they haven't scrubbed all of the violent stuff he said. One thing he said is like something about I will turn you away. I will tur- you know turn father against son. I will turn like if you aren't able to uh, leave your family, then you'll never be able to follow me. It's like all these things which are crazy. Follow me to liberty. We're going to get the fucking Romans out of here, man. That was the idea. These assholes are occupying our country. They've taken over our religion. We're going to fucking overthrow them. And they really couldn't understand why God let the Romans in there in the first place. So, like, that was a real monkey wrench in their idea. We're the chosen people. We're the chosen people. But it's like, no, you're not really the fucking chosen people because they're guys who are guarding your temples now uh, wearing Roman outfits. Yeah, I thought God freed us from from slavery. Now we're sort of half slaves again. Exactly. And they couldn't – it didn't work, man. It was like the two – the paradigm did not fit in with their idea that we're the chosen people. Suddenly there's these fucking Romans occupying everything. And so – a lot of the these the messiahs and there were many messiahs before jesus by the way john the baptist executed why was he executed he was executed because they looked at him as a threat to the roman power structure that was it all these people getting crucified and by the way man crucifixion was in back then like they were throwing people on crosses every day so it was like it was like a, a constant attempt to like take silence down the rebellion that's it silence the rebellion yeah yeah, Silence the Rebellion. It's really yeah. interesting. Great book. It's really crazy, but those sort of volatile moments in history, crazed 
insane, violent yeah. moments of control and, and then the repercussions of that control. Those are like the engines that fuel change and oftentimes fuel innovation. And I, I know so. we look at them as being, yeah, we look at them as being as like horrible moments when they're yeah. happening because they are yeah. for everyone involved. But like for the future, like the, I think all these chaotic moments where there's people struggling to get into a position for power and the fact that nobody can really hold it and it keeps – and people have their complaints and the people that are rising up, they have the will of the people because the will of the people is we don't want any of this fucking terror anymore. We're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go get them. And then they get in and they become the person they were fighting against. Like this process repeats itself over and over again. Yeah. And it seems like objectively, if you look at it, it's like this process of cleansing or filtering, almost like water coming down from a glacier and going through all those rocks until it becomes pure. It's like it's got to mm. go through all these trials and tribulations. There's got to be all these fucking chaotic moments of horror. So we understand what horror is. So we never repeat horror. You got to have a Holocaust to understand where the 60s came from. You yeah. got to have these right. bad moments that sort of make you uh, like long for and accomplish the great heights. This is why I, I just had Alex Gray on my podcast, and I'm not going to try to repeat what he said about uh, the Jews as the chosen people because they're creating psychedelics. But he Love did it. one of his premises because <laughs> Hoffman was a Jew. But one of well, the idea is that we needed scientific materialism atheism we needed people to turn their backs on the ancient version of god so that we could understand the universe at, at, at a deep enough level to be able to uh create us uh, the to synthesize lsd and all the various like choose how to be smart to figure that shit yes, out yeah it's really cool <laughs> but it's kind of what you're saying which is like we needed mm -hmm. like these phases in human evolution are really important because like if if you if you're constant if you're caught up in a ridiculous version of the deity and uh, then maybe you're not going to be so inclined to study molecular biology mm -hmm. or maybe you're not going to be able to study chemistry in the same way and without studying that stuff then we wouldn't have uh, some of the psychoactive compounds that I think a, a lot of people consider uh, as being one of the potential ways that our species can uh, evolve. And right. so these, these, these psychedelics can actually be ways to connect with the thing that the ancient religions were talking about. And then th th that thing that ended up being like turning, turned into like a painted clown, you know, that people, somebody had a vision. You know, Moses by the, what was the burning bush? Burning bush. What was mm -hmm. that? What was it made of, though? It was called a acacia or something. Yeah, it, the acacia uh, bush. Which has oh, yeah. what in it? DMT. Dimethyltryptamine. So the, really? idea, the premise yeah. here he just, is. got it in his fucking head? Well, the idea of what is, well, you're translating things If you take God out, well, what, from, what would the story really be? Well, if you're translating something from ancient Hebrew, right? Yeah. And then you're putting it into the Latin and then eventually to the English. When you're doing that, like you're gonna the the way they explain things is gonna come off very different. Like if you ever right. read like Russian stories translated to English, there's it's so bizarre. Oh, yeah. If you throw it through That's like right. Google Translate, oh, yeah. it's so bizarre. It's so hard to understand right. because their language works so much differently. So by saying that like God took the form of a burning bush, they easily could be saying he was smoking DMT. That's right. Easily. Yeah. And yeah, that's that could the, be a sublime yeah. fucking that's lyric. It. You dry the, the fucking burning bush. The, that bush out, figure out a way to get the fucking DMT out of it, yeah. and you smoke it. Like if you and especially if that's how they did it, like what if they just yeah. lit those bushes on fire and then just and breathed it some, all in? Just yeah. got some out of it. Just yeah. breathe in wholesale yeah. smoke. 
Right. What if they did it like totally caveman style? Just take those bushes, hack them down, dry them out, make a fucking t a tent, like one of those uh, sweat lodges that the and Indians then, oh, yeah, do. Oh, yeah, and then just yeah. let it fill up. Fill Hotbox it up. yourself. Yeah. Hotbox you yourself go. with DMT. Wow. And then he saw God and was like, dude, 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 of everybody course. down there, hold on. Shh. I got, oh my God, I got some stuff to tell you. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But even he's suspect because God was telling you the, not to covet your neighbor's wife, not because your neighbor's wife is like in a, his in wife, a relationship. It's his own wife. He okay, owns everybody it. leaves my life, my life's alone. Like the oh, idea wow. was that the guy owns that wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Like it's a, like this insane, archaic way oh, of yeah. thinking that's connected to that time. Yeah. So we don't, you know, even if Moses did say those things, we have no idea what the actual words that came out. Now, if Moses did have this psychedelic yeah, ancient Hebrew's not used anymore. Yeah, but, it's like, and not only that, like, who the fuck wrote it down? It wasn't Moses. Moses didn't write it down. If I told you some shit that happened to me when I was a child, and then you were, it was your bit job to write a book after I died, oh, you would butcher it. I would butcher your life, you would butcher my life, we would butcher each other's lives. If Moses wasn't yeah, writing it Moses, himself. From Moses, yeah. You know, if you're not getting his fucking notebook, yeah. like, who knows what was actually said? But that Joe, one's if, supposed if, to be write, written the same way throughout history. Like they writ, write every letter the same exact way. Mm, That's the written Torah, right. and then the oral Torah is something different. Crazy looking, by the way, is the language. Oh, That's yeah. some, it's cool. Looking. It's beautiful, and it's so strange and psychedelic. Hey, and, hey. They have they have uh, musical notes on each one of the letters you can read. Really? Hey, hey. Yes, yeah, so you know what to go up and it's down. Wild man. Yeah. It's so really you know how to, how to say it while you're yeah, the talking. Trump. Yeah, when you're so when you're reading the Torah out loud. Wow. Or your parsha. Can you read Hebrew? Yeah, of course. Fucking crazy, man. I'd like to learn it. But it's dude, so he, cool. You lived in Israel, like, yeah. man, that was doing religious fun. studies. Was it fun? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, it was just like a given for a while, but now that I look, step back and look at it, I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I went to China for three weeks. That. I thought it was cool. I lived in Israel for two years. Wow. How old were you? 18. 18 wow. to 20. Wow. So it was I, all I got drunk there for the first time. Pre pussy. Yeah, pre pussy. Wow. I didn't even do anything back then. Wow. That's a fascinating story, It was so cool. Story, you take dude. the buses and stuff. What's it like there? Everything's made of stone. Jerusalem's like, the whole city's made of stone. So the old city's all stone. But everywhere else is like stone outside, you know, the buildings. It just looked really pretty. Did you go to that wall? Oh, where, yeah. Where those zombies climbed up in that movie? <laughs> oh, that yeah. was the most ridiculous. <laughs> like, they, why? You know, security cameras. Why monitor the, the wall separating us from yeah. a mass of zombies? Yeah. <laughs> so oh, we're all dancing and having a great time. Yeah, no, fine. Fine. And then all of a sudden it's not fine over <laughs> instantly. Yeah. yeah. He escaped too easily a lot in that movie. Like, oh, a plane crash and then only the two of you survive? Yeah. What? what? Yeah. It's like Godzilla. Yeah. Same sort of situation. But so you were there from 18 to 20. 18 to 20. Got, I really got drunk there the first time. So I think what I, years was that? I, well, I, first I went, my high school does a half year for a senior year. And then the second semester, second four to six months, we go to Israel and we do like a tour group. So that was, a, it was really two and a half years. So what year, calendar year was this? 92, I think January of 92. So this is like Clinton presidency. Bush. Yeah, I voted absentee ballot for Clinton. That was wow. the only time I ever wow. voted for president. Did wow. you wear religious garb while you were there? I mean, yarmulke and the tzitzit, the, the tassels. My but point. man, one thing we loved doing, because there was no black people there, only Ethiopians. And they were like in like a different part of the town. Um, of the country, um, who would just yell nigger at each other down the street. Oh no! <laughs> like, How dare you, Duncan! Hey, Duncan! You nigger! 
Because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything to anybody. <laughs> That's fascinating. That the scariest word you could ever yell. Yes. You'd have to do like a full 360 sweep of your surroundings with a helicopter <laughs> and then parachute down and yell it to feel super confident. Someone's, it's like the only word that you can yell out and Anyone in that group is allowed to punch you. See, if you yell out cunt, if you yell Only out cunt, people. women can't just run up to you and punch you, you know? You, but if you yell out nigger, people, Anyone. they have a free pass yes. to just punch you. White yes. people, too? They're just like, no. Well, it's no. the only racial slur that that is of a free pass to violence. Yeah. Like Chinese, if you yell out chink, chink? No. like it's most mean, likely they'll look at you right. like you motherfucker, you piece of shit. Right. But there are certain dudes, not all of them, but there's certain dudes that if they catch you yelling out that word, oh, they will it's, fucking it's going. punch you. It's the you. Prophet Muhammad of words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's crazy if you're in a place... I mean, there's guaranteed. There's people that just heard you say that that are going to be offended. They're like, you know, fuck that guy. You know, who the fuck does he think he is yelling that shit out, dropping n bombs on the podcast? Twenty two years ago. No, it doesn't even matter. Just the <laughs> fact that you even just said it. Now. Oh right, just the fact that just I'm saying ma- making it. fun of what yeah. that how irresponsible was to say that. Yeah, or? you remember? Like I had that, the bit we'll about the three else. magic words, and that was uh-huh. one of them. They're like, you you can't even say it. Like you're not even allowed yeah. to say the word in reference yeah. to it. If you're white, yeah. It is a really interesting thing because symbols are harmless, but it's somehow they justify violence. Like whenever this ridiculous thing, an image of the prophet, don't put put the flag on the ground. Whenever it's there, it's like that thing itself is meaningless, harmless, but it allows people, it allows violent people an excuse to be violent. And there is nothing, I think, more satisfying than some people. Uh, to to uh, to be violent and righteous at the same time. Right. Oh yeah. Like American Sniper. Mm-hmm. That guy's like pegging like. God, that was ki- so ki- fucking ki- dumb. Him. Oh, it's just such. The movie pro- was it was horrible. just such propaganda. Over you 160 confirm kills, not one wrong. Even though every time he was like, oh, I don't know what that is in the guy's hand. Fuck it, I'm taking the shot. Oh. He's never got it wrong. Oh. Only awesome. Oh, such yeah. a rah rah movie. Yeah, it was. God. Re- it was really like the acting was horrible. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> no. The acting was so bad. It. Howard Stern was raving about it this morning. Oh, fuck you, old man. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. The goodness. acting was horrible from How jump. There you. was no plot. It was just some scenes. The wife was only annoyed. <laughs> I haven't seen it. The entire time. She was just like, why are you going out there again? You're like, you've never built a relationship. There's no the fucking movie. You haven't written this fucking movie. Mm, and at the very end, though. and I don't give a fuck, at the very end, they go, they go, they, he... Okay, so he comes home. He's all <laughs> fucked in the head. He meets some. Uh, he meets some. Some. He's working out with his wife. He meets some veterans. He helps them fucking sniper, and that's how he gets his life together. He helps them snipe and shit. And then he picks one guy up, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go snipe today." And then uh, just at home on the range, and then the guy looks at his wife weird, and then it cuts away and goes, uh, "He was killed by a veteran." Yeah. Oh, it was that guy. Yeah, but they didn't even show what happened. They didn't even the show it. It's a two-hour and 20-minute movie. You show every tour. Fucking four tours. Combine them. But they wouldn't don't, show Don't forget him. that they failed to mention And they just said, oh, he died. And they showed footage of this pr- a funeral procession. Also, the guy is like, <laughs> Jesse Ventura sued that guy. And won. And that won. That was the guy who lied. Yeah, yeah. that's how ridiculous the movie was. 
There was not well, even. It wasn't just that. I just need some time, baby. Uh, there's apparently a whole long laundry list of questionable stories. That was that guy. No wonder. What a yes. garbage ass movie. They probably had to take all the plot like uh, fasteners. Well, there was a bunch of other things that he did that <sighs> he said he did. Like one of them was there was a carjacking where two people were shot and killed. And it read like a fucking Mencia talking about himself. Apparently, <laughs> that's how it, that's how it saw. No evidence that the carjacking took place. Oh yeah, that, that guy. The, the two guys. That was were that killed. guy. And there was another one where he killed a bunch of people in Katrina. He was a sniper in Katrina. He was yeah. shoot, shooting looters. And yeah. he talked about, which is like, okay. Like, it's one thing if you're shooting terrorists who have rocket launchers, but you're shooting people that are poor people that are stealing shit because they're, they're involved in chaos. Yeah. Because yeah. the fucking water has come and surrounded the city and there's no resources. And pe- so you're shooting looters. Like, we should, be re- we should be really fucking careful about who we celebrate. That's like, right. Man. If you're shooting looters, yeah, like you're this, a murderer. Yeah, we're you not talking about that. war. We're not talking I mean, like even Michael Moore was talking about his. Uh, well, that's what you uncle. get for looting. No, that's not what you get for looting. You don't get that for looting. <laughs> the death no, penalty is, is not made for people who want an. It's X not bu- for a judge to say. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not only that. It's not yeah, gonna right, be delivered exactly. from a fucking roof. It's going to be delivered because you go to the, a trial and you have a, a jury of your peers. Yeah. That's what that's what the government is supposed that's to be right. established for. Like to be on a rooftop, you're just murdering people. This movie was like a full liar. That's right. I mean, this yeah. is crazy. You're just murdering people. Well, Jesse Ventura so was lied. a fucking Navy that. SEAL. He was in what's I guess called the UDT before it was the Navy SEALs. I believe that's the name of it, the organization. There was a, a pre-dating name. The same, Jesse Ventura was one of them. Yeah. So apparently this guy told the story about knocking out Jesse Ventura and Jesse Ventura bad-mouthing the troops and bad-mouthing the war, which he said he would never do, never did, never argued with this guy. There was, he never got hit. And he gave the guy an opportunity to, uh, to so retract it. Otherwise, he was because he wrote about it in his book. He called him Scruffy Face or something like that. But then on radio shows, he admitted that it was Jesse Ventura. So they can do the math. Make I think he did it on Opie and Anthony, actually. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it came out. So they realized that it's not true. So the guy got killed. Okay, Chris Kyle gets killed. And now Jesse Ventura goes through with the lawsuit with the guy's wife, mm. which, mm, that's the. No, the, she's got all the profits from that. Yes. Fuck her. I'll fucking lie about him. Give her, take the book her down. Stop yeah. selling the book down. I don't you know, know what, give though, her man. A break. Well, they, what, man. she starts saying, I gave that money to charity, and then it comes out later. She's a liar, too. She gave 20% of it to charity. What? I think as long as her, look, if her why should, why? life isn't, I mean, it's, she's suing the guy who lied. It yeah. just so happened that the guy who lied died. Take the and, book down, then stop selling the book. Well, that's the issue. Yeah. You're dead right. You're dead so right. I'm getting That's all the, the profits issue. down to so you stop selling the book. Random oh, house. Right. Like who owns the book? Who put, but but then the issue is does he represent them when he goes on radio stations and says something that's not even in the book? Does he name the guy in the story in the book, mm. but does it make them responsible? I say it doesn't. I say it the does. whole thing gets not random house because he said scruffy face. Who the fuck I is know, scruffy face? I know, but then face? when he says now I've told you who scruffy face is, now what you've printed is libel or whatever well, here's it is. Here's the thing, man. If he wrote about all that other shit about shooting looters and all yeah. that other shit, like if that turns out to be not true, which people are saying it's not true. You really got to take the whole book back. Take the book off. But or repackaged it as just falsity. And this, is yeah. what's, this is what's important that to Oprah say. had that book about that guy shattered little pieces or whatever, a thousand little pieces. Yeah, yes. And he was like, no, it was all a lie. And she was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I'm a fucking writer. Or the kid who just said he went to heaven and he's, he came out and said the whole thing was a lie. You know that yeah. kid who wrote mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they pulled that book too. They pulled it. So he went it. to heaven? Yeah. Well, no, there's this like cheesy book where a kid goes into a coma, flies uh-huh. around heaven for a while, 
comes back, writes this bestseller. People are like, I knew heaven was real yeah. and I knew it was like this. I never read it, but it's a funny, it's just oh a hilarious thing. But the kid got religion, actually got religion I said I was- and felt so guilty about lying that he came out and said the whole thing was a lie. I thought I could get attention. Wow. It's not real. Great. It's really, it's. And they it, pulled it. There's a great, they pulled it. There's a great blog that I read called, uh, if you just Google truth, justice and the curious case of Chris Kyle. It's really, really well written, which explains like all of the various stories, and here's why they couldn't be true. And here, he's not casting any judgment, not using any inflammatory language, just trying to explain like what may be or may not have been true. It said in the beginning of this movie that was just released, this is all a true story. See, some of it, I'm sure, was. See, that's the thing. The I guy, was about this, to shoot some kid, and they go like, if you're wrong about this, you'll fry in Leavenworth. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, your right. spotter. Yeah. That's your spotter is telling you you're going to go to jail forever if you, if you make this wrong shot. Another oh. thing you have to remember, too, is Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Clint Eastwood, who used to be the baddest motherfucker in the world. He's yeah. done now, too. He's an old dude. How remember stern remember like that? when he talked to the chair? Yes, the that's what I was going to say. Yeah. When you addressed Obama. Yeah. How did he direct a movie? When I saw the thing, no, seriously. Yeah. When I saw the thing, all I thought was, "Oh, this is just clearly wartime propaganda." propaganda. Sign up. You're Seth protect- Rogen tweeted that he considered he compared it to the sniper movie in uh, Tarantino's movie. I think Rogen backpedaled sniper a little movie. bit, but in Tarantino's movie, Inglorious Bastards, they're uh-huh. watching this in Germany. They're watching a movie about a, oh, right. a sniper. sniper, and it's like, oh, yeah. and he's being celebrated, it's right? A propaganda and movie, it's yeah. propaganda. It's propaganda. American Sniper is propaganda there's no question about it so we know that then i was thinking like always make the shot did clint eastwood really direct this because when you see him at the republican national convention he seemed kind of like nutty out of it it. so then i was thinking how the fuck is this guy directing like this kind of hardcore action maybe they're just doing it for him did they stick his face there because he's this manly rugged right-wing republican hero and they knew that that would like get more people to watch this movie which is essentially a lubricated water slide that leads to your nearest recruiting office if you get hypnotized by the thing enough. That's what it is. Oh, you want to fight? You want to fight for justice? And we'll, I'll, we'll I'll promote tell you, you this, to seal. Man, you want to be noble? You know, what you don't, don't want to work in the oil fields? You want to be noble? Yeah, yeah, go straight to seal even though I mean, it's 30. Yeah. You think about a lot of people that are in this country that are you got born in a shit town with no fucking opportunity. Yeah. And you're surrounded by a bunch of dummies and then you go see this movie. You're like, holy shit, but I think when you make a movie about someone's life story, and this is what I, I was pissed off at Foxcatcher for the same reason. That movie Foxcatcher about uh, John DuPont, who was that crazy old man oh, yeah, who yeah, shot yeah. Uh, Dave Schultz, who's an Olympic champion wrestler, and it was based on his brother Mark Schultz in this movie. They fucked with everything in that movie. They, he's so angry. He's been, Mark Schultz has been tweeting like crazy because he's still alive. Beautiful mind, too. He's an Olympic gold medalist. I mean, oh, really? And they said they killed him in the movie? Well, no, 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 no. John DuPont killed the, an Olympic gold medalist in the movie. But his brother, Mark Schultz, who the, book, the, the movie in the book is based on, is still alive. And they changed all these aspects of his life for this movie. And he's like, I'm still alive. Right. Like, this is me. Like, this isn't like a Chris yeah, Kyle right. thing where they made the movie after he's right. dead and you who knows argue. what, yeah. you know, he let put in and not put. This is like Mark Schultz is saying <laughs> this didn't happen. Like, wow. they, they messed with shit that didn't even make sense. Like, they had the UFC in their movie, yeah. but it was in 1988. There was no fucking UFC oh, wow. until 1993. Like, well, thing, it didn't yeah. even exist. So they're watching an actual fight between Big Daddy Goodrich, who was the eventual opponent of Mark Schultz. And a lot of people are like, yeah, Rogan, you're all the fucking UFC trivia. Nobody gives a shit. It's about the 
story. No, it's not, dummy. It's about history. Because why would you make up any aspects of history when you're doing a true story? Yeah. You don't need to change the timeline for the UFC. Mm. That's totally arbitrary. Like someone deciding to do that is their own creative flair just yeah. jizzing, just cupping yeah. their balls and jizzing over history. Right. And if you did that with that, how the fuck am I going to believe any of the aspects of the story? Because right. you lied about something I know you lied about. Right. There's this weird shit where there's like, there's like this weird relationship between the two and they're looking at each other weird and he's wearing shorts and now he's got frosted tips and people are saying that it seemed like it was gay and Schultz got really upset that they were insinuating there was some sort of a gay relationship. Oh, and they like fucked with the, the, the timeline of his achievements too because he had already won the world championships i mean he was right. already the best wrestler in the world in his weight class and they were making it look like like he needed his brother and you right. know that he was he was sucking in dupont was that his career was falling apart he was the best wrestler in his weight class in the world he's mark fucking schultz was an animal right I mean, if you watch him wrestle when he was in his peak form he was a fucking animal right and like the the changed the like the aspects of his achievements in this movie like he was already a world champion like the way they made it and the way they it's like the guy was fucked and nothing was going right for him and then he needed this john dupont situation and that's why he moved in yeah, there that's the, in a beautiful mind when 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 the wife stuck with him even though he was going crazy yes. in the real life she just left of as, course as soon as he ran the bathwater on the kid she was like i'm out i'm divorcing you it's over yeah. There was no, like, we're going to make it together, baby. Why did he do that? Yeah, and this was like, and the American Sniper was like, we're going to tell the whole story. I'm like, what whole story? There was also a shitty father and husband. I'm thinking about the Ari Shafir story when it comes out. They're gonna show him, they're gonna show him like with a bag of mushrooms, but he's like weeping as he eats them. Like I can't stop. <laughs> and like you're calling, you're calling him like Ari. You gotta stop eating those mushrooms, and man. All he's they're- doing is watching child porn. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't even know why. Why should it be legal? I can watch it. I didn't fuck any kids. Why isn't the video themselves legal? They'll put some words in your mouth you've never said that someone could totally see. Put it like on a newspaper quote or something. Like, like, have it come up. Did you ever see Lenny with Dustin Hoffman? You know, I missed it. I didn't see. Look, I'm a huge fucking Lenny Bruce fan, so yeah. I I'm fascinated by. It. I'm not a huge fan of his. War- this is a tricky way to say it because, like, I think if you, I'm, I'm not endorsing it was. right now. Yeah. I'm saying like if you go, you want to, like if Lenny Bruce is performing at the Laugh Factory and you were at the Comedy yeah, Store, go. I would tell people to go see you. I would right. go because it would be cool. freaky just to see him. Yeah, but but you're dealing with a completely different era. The the world yeah. was just way different. Right. But anyway, there's this great Dustin Hoffman movie where Dustin Hoffman fucking nailed it. He sounds just like Lenny Bruce. I mean, he's the, one of the few times where a guy's on stage and it seems like he's a real comic. Oh. It re- it's really good, but he says a bunch of shit, and you go, did he say that? How do I know he said that? I know you know. I know you don't know exactly what came out of his mouth at any given moment. So a lot of this is just bullshit. Right. You know, and so like if there's a real person, you got to try your best to make everything as on the money as possible. Well, yeah. And whatever you fill in has got to be directly related to everything you absolutely know right. happened. But you're not going to be able to fill in stuff like when he tells his wife he loves her for the first time. It's like, that's just like, I'm guessing this is how it went. It's fine. Unless the wife's alive yeah. and she can tell you. Yeah, you can, then it could help. Yeah, but yeah, well, other than get, like, that, I think what you're talking about is a, is a controversial subject. I think some yeah. people say that you got creative license when the things. This didn't even say based on a true story. It said this is a true story. Oh, well, yeah, Clint right. Eastwood, look, he's rah rah all the way. He's a flag waving old God, man. He sure is. He really is. All those old men stick together. Well, look, I think this is. I mean, though they're, they're, they're look. 
I think Howard Stern just saying he enjoyed it as a movie. It's supposed to be a very good movie. It was like well made as a movie. Not is it, is at it not? All. There was no. no plot. There was no story. The acting really? was horrible. There were some cool sh- like fucking sniping shots. The sniping Some. was cool. And that was it. But and it was, wasn't much. I don't think boring. you could label. St- he's not like a war, like a But There's no, like, the, like one vic- the one of uh, bad guy he wants to get the whole time. It's like, I don't understand. Here's it's just what it comes in. down to, man. I think I've said on the podcast it's bad before. Green Lantern. Here's what it boils down to. You want to use military equipment, right? In a movie. Right. You're not going to get your own fucking tanks. And where are you going to get the military equipment from? You're going to get the military equipment from the military. Right. And the military, and you can look Let this up. Let us have a over on they, this. They had. They get to have script approval. So the military, they look through your script and they make sure that the stuff that is in your script is going to get people down to their local recruiting office. And that's why they let you use their machinery. Wow. Don't you, you think know they said that- to Kubrick that there's never been a, an anti-war movie that hasn't made uh, en- enlistment go up? Anti-war movies? Yeah. Wow. So you keep like you literally cannot make an anti-war movie because so, every single depiction of war makes people go, oh, that's cool. Like Platoon? All of it. All of it. You can see the trend. Right afterwards, enlistment shoots up after those big movies so come out. Even wish- when you see a Saving Private Ryan, the guy gets blown up, the cool sniper, but everyone's like, I want to be a sniper. Right. You, you forget the fact they got blown up. Because people like being violent. And this is why Sebastian Younger's book, War, is such an incredible book, because it, it, it portrays war with no like attempt to be like, this is right or this is wrong. It just says, if you take it, I can't remember the exact wording, but it's like, if you take a 22-year-old and put them behind one of those giant fucking Submachine guns. <laughs> yeah. It feels good. Video game. It's fun to like. Doo, 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 doo. It feels it's live good. Xbox. People love violence. So if you can figure out a way to get people to be violent without the guilt that goes along with like you're killing other members of your species, then what do you do? You create an imaginary story, right? And the imaginary story in Iraq was the weapons of mass destruction. Also, Saddam Hussein. That's what they said in this movie. Like, oh, you if I don't do my job, they come to San Diego and knock on your door. That's, right. that's, that's apparently another aspect of the book that has been questioned, is that the, the barrels of weapons of mass destruction that they found, like he said that they found like chemical uh, weapons. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he said, oh, we actually saw them. Yeah. We laid eyes on them. But they're like, well, then why didn't you tell anybody? What, what do you mean? Here's you a fun Google them? search. Do a Google search on birth defects in some of the parts of Iraq that we attacked because we used uh, shells that had some kind of radioactive isotope in it. So now <sighs> the babies are being born with birth defects. Because the other thing people say is Saddam Hussein gassed his own people, right? Yeah. He gassed his own people. Well, what are we doing to them when we're dropping all those bombs? Targeted strikes, man. They know exactly where they're hitting. No, they don't. People, babies are being born there with like severe birth defects because of what we did there. So I think in a movie like that, you need to at least illustrate the fact that the reason that man was sitting on the tops of buildings in that area killing people was he was was because he was sent there based on bad information to say the least and and uh the people he's killing like in the very beginning it's like anybody over the age of 18 this is like oh, in yeah, a scene. anybody over the age of 18 in, in this area this is an evacuation zone so there's no Anyone one here over, yeah except people that are out to kill us it's all open game it's like oh wait a minute so you're saying that because the people... very first shot so that way we don't worry about like oh, is yeah. this question with morally no anyone who's there over 18 that's what they're there These for. These monsters did not leave the city that we bombed 
that they lived in when we told them to. So if they're still here, kill their ass. Jesus Christ. And then he still like shows restraint. And then when he finally has to, it's a kid, but he has a, a fucking grenade launcher. And yeah. he, he waits until the kid's running at the fucking and about to throw it, and then he shoots him. But it's Jeez, totally they justified. Show him shooting a kid, mm-hmm. and then the mom. What the fuck? And, and then, why? But why would the kid be angry? I mean, really? Why would you be angry? They only destroyed your city that you lived in. Yeah. But this is another thing. Yeah, like, like, why we were, were they there? What did they say? They're, they're shooting marines. They're shooting. It's like why are the marines right there where they can get shot? Just Remember, go thousands of miles away back to America. What we were saying earlier about ideologies are the yeah. problem, and the, being a nationalistic person. Subscribing and being a patriot, subscribing right. to one nation only, regardless of what the actual act itself is, yeah. and looking at it like, you know, that's okay because it's one of us. Like, that is an ideology. There you go. Like, that is as much of an ideology as a religion. It's yeah. like this unquestioning thing. Like, you know, one of the things that Michael Moore was saying was that he put it on his tweet, his Twitter, that uh, a sniper is a coward, and everybody got really pissed off. You know, and they're like uh, the I think the the logic behind it's kind of silly. Like you have to look them in the eye when you shoot them. Like shooting someone in the back is, right. is a coward's move. Like, well, in that sense, ninety percent of war is cowardly. Yeah, because like, you're you're saying some kind of war is okay, but some kind of you have rules. Yeah, like, yeah, you have yeah. To look at somebody, like, shot her in the back, or like what about uh, from a hundred yards? How about ro- that means no more rockets. Yeah. That means no more drones. Yeah, a lot of the no shooting that you do is you're shooting people. Like you don't necessarily look them in the eye when you shoot them. Are you yeah. having a duel? Like what are you doing? Are you standing back to back and walking ten paces like assholes? Like what kind? Even of- if there's a reason to be there, can't you look at some of the negative effects and we want to pull those back? Yeah. Like why do thirty percent of children in Yemen have PTSD now because of drones? Yeah, oh, it's we all can't terrifying. say that's a negative. It's really important that that information gets out there when you are putting a movie out that's going to get people. In the same way, like when Beverly Hills uh-huh. Chihuahua came out, yeah. <laughs> everybody bought a Chihuahua and the pounds filled up with Chihuahuas. Because they also banned American them Sniper yeah. is going to do the exact same thing for people who are a little confused in what to do in their lives. And they're going to think, well, I guess the best thing I can do right now is kill people that my government tells me are evil, even though if I study the facts, I find that uh, it's a far more complex issue than that. And maybe my decision should not be to become a hired killer for people who are telling me that I should kill people who more than likely are innocent or just trying to defend their home from an invading, occupying force. It's really important to realize that. Now, I'm not saying all war is bad because some people will be like, you naive son of a bitch. You don't even realize. Let me repeat the speech at the beginning of American Sniper. This is what the dad. Oh, yeah. Here's the speech. So terrible. Here's the speech the dad gives at the dinner table after the American Sniper. What's his name? Chris. What was his name? Chris, Chris Kyle. Kyle. Chris Kyle has just defended his brother from a beating by a bully. And they're sitting around the table. His brother's got bruised up a little bit. Chris Kyle's sitting there, and his dad gives this speech. There's three types of people. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before you give the speech, he goes, I was just defending my brother. And he looks at the little brother with a black eye, and he goes, is that true? Like, what do you mean? Obviously. He, he has a black eye. He just got beat up. That's How right. How you not tell oh, that? That's right. What a shitty movie. Is that true? He goes, yep, all oh, it is. Three types uh, of people uh, in the world. Three types. There's sheeps. And these are the people who believe that there aren't evil people in the world. And by the way, I'm paraphrasing. I don't memorize it. There's there's the sheeps. These are the people who believe that there aren't evil people in the world and that everything's safe. And then there's the wolves. And these are the people who try to use evil 
to overpower others, something like that. And then there's the sheep dogs, and these are the people who defend the sheep. Oh God! What are you gonna be? It goes if you're any <laughs> if if you're anything if you're the sheep or the wolf, and he takes his belt off and puts it down, I'll whoop your fucking ass. Yeah, oh you gotta be a sheep dog. If you're anything but the sheep dog, whoop your ass. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, watch it, man. It is mm. it, from the very beginning. It's pure. It low, really is like the way men see would talk about how 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 uh, soldiers are on their dying breath. We're like, tell them, I'm just glad I got to see men see up before I, I die. Oh, <laughs> oh, he was for real telling that story. Oh, so he was for real telling that story. Oh, that was a story. Yeah. When was this story? He told people. I remember it going around though. He telling people like, yeah, I met his like his uh, his fucking buddy in arms when he was dying. He was like, you know, I got married and everything did a lot of good things, but at least I got. <coughs> At least I got the semen before I died. Wow. Ari, I will Imagine give you- if that really did happen, though. That's actually sadder. <laughs> that's sadder than him lying. Yeah, that's something really happened. That like, we're that. assuming it didn't happen, but th- people are definitely dumb enough to do that. No, you don't understand about the Punisher tour of 2006. <laughs> <laughs> it was magical. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. My god. That's oh fucking god. hilarious. His last words, you know, the guy would be like, but what about what about him stealing jokes? His last words, but he did it better. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it better. <laughs> but he did it better. <laughs> Defending my country. Man. <laughs> Ari, I will give you a hundred thousand dollars if on your deathbed you say yeah. at least I got to see Mencia. <laughs> A hundred thousand? You would really give him a hundred thousand? And how would he use it? He's dead! Oh, this he's is a terrible fucking deal. You son of a bitch. Well, you won't need this, and me. I am one of your best friends, so I just take these stacks back. Inspiration. <laughs> At least I can say I got that. Yeah, and then, and then you get it back. back. By the way, my storyteller show, This Is Not Happy, premieres this Thursday. Dun, dun, oh, yeah. With me, Bobby Lee, and Keegan Michael Key. And Duncan, dun, dun, dun. we've done these extra stories that we're doing for the web only. They'll all be on YouTube, and Duncan's is premiering tomorrow. That's right. Duncan tells a cool story about going to- Bad LSD trip. Grateful Dead concert. Is there a reason they didn't yeah. want to put that on television? The, uh, the reason like... is to book another white male was nearly impossible. <laughs> you had too <laughs> so... many white males? Did you need diversity training? Oh, yeah. There was like, who else can we get that's a little not bad? <clears throat> wait, wait, so you had to go out of your way? You had to go out of your way to look for non-white males? Yeah. So it's a Jerry Seinfeld type situation. Yeah, they're like, look, we're just going to get too attacked if you don't get some we'll others. We'll get too attacked. It's just like, bottom line, it was just like fucking Well, awful. I mean, they're pissed about the, what is it, the Oscars? They they're... don't have to get half, but they just got, you like, got to be representative. That's so crazy. They're pissed about the Oscars. It's yeah. all like, all white people. Well, yeah. he, unless black people are being excluded. Right. Unless Asian people are being excluded. Yeah, but, but I was like, we got that... Bobby Lee, Joey Diaz. Yeah. Those are both fucking ethnos. But my Some problem is, like, you can't have affirmative action comedy. Yeah. You're right. just, you're, no, that, you can't. You're going to ruin the whole thing. You can't yeah. do that. You can't, like, you, well, whoever's funny. You got to say, show, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, get, but you can do it like this. Like, show me the pool of people that are qualified. You can show them 100 people. Like, right. make, make two of those. There's only six blacks that are qualified of those hundreds, but pick two of them. I don't mind being on the internet. I love the internet. Oh, yeah. That's where I live is on the internet. Well, those clips, so... are, they can be way longer, too, just like we did last year. Yeah. Completely, like, don't worry about any No, I love the one that you put, a, that we did, that's, mm-hmm. that was on the internet. It was great. It was fun. And this is actually before the show was even on TV. It's, it's, it's totally awesome to have something on the internet. I was just 
confused as to oh, what yeah. the, the reasoning for it and was. And we, we also, because it came later to Eric, the guy who runs it with me, he was like, hey, let's do an also a, a web series. Like, That's we'll a great idea. Let's continue to do a web series. And that way he goes, too, it's like if we show some short ones, we want to bump somebody up, we can if they're a good short story. Mm-hmm. So we're at Rothbart and with Miss Pat. You know what that's fucking awesome about the web too? It doesn't get canceled. Doesn't get canceled. It's on anytime you want. It's actually a way better medium for distribution. Yeah. Like a YouTube channel is way better, especially now you have YouTube on um, Apple TV, so you can go right to YouTube. Yeah, I mean you can get YouTube on a lot of those little like Netflix. Yeah, so you can watch it on your TV. Yeah, you can watch them on your phone. You can watch anywhere you want. If it's on Comedy Central, you're going to be guaranteed a very large audience. You know, like million plus audience of people sitting there watching. A lot of them yeah. that aren't even your fans. When you get good online, you're going to get all of your fans. Like, also, they right. watch it more intently. They see your name right there. It's mm-hmm. way easier for them, like fan wise. Like, yeah, oh, that's, that's why I told them, the like, we want to do it on TV. And they're like, okay, but it's a no web. I'm like, no, 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 no. Also, yeah. all those stories go on the web. Let's make a cool looking clip. I couldn't tell a story about trying to buy acid in a parking lot on TV. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why even? Big well, J has could. one that's great about. It's some sex, and a dog is involved, and they're like, you're not doing bestiality out here. We'll, yeah. p- we'll put it on the web, though. And I'm like, fine, golden. I don't care. As long that's as it's hilarious. out. I just think that's the web. Yeah. I mean, like, if I get to choose. Yeah, it's... Duncan said that. He goes, I don't even want it. It's like, I'd rather be the wet. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I would. Yeah, for sure. Because he called me, and he's like, can we go through what your story is? The idea being, if we can, like, maybe we can make it so it could possibly be on TV. And I said, oh, no, I'd just rather not yeah. be on TV. Because I don't want to deal. I don't want to worry about that. I don't want to yeah. think about that because the story I'm telling is a story about being in high school trying to buy drugs and uh, in like just the worst slash best acid trip I ever had in my life. You don't even and- want to have to worry about something going, mm, can you make it sound a little less uh, pro, that, like, I don't even want to get into it. Because I am yeah. pro LSD. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment Do they actually say that, no, no but no, you no, can see did. them maybe saying but that. But it could happen, you yeah. know? Like, no, in my special, I go do more drugs. Oh, good <laughs> like for you. You should do drugs. But do you say <laughs> specifically what drugs? Uh-huh. Mushrooms and, and any sort of psychedelic. Hmm. I'm like, you'll never, there's nothing ever bad happen to you. I think- Jeb Bush gets in office. That could be an issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a statute. Of, I mean, you could, I, it could it be an issue? Is that real? No, no. Yeah. Sh- quiet. Oh, both of you, stop it. You're going to get ideas in their heads. Stop for, it. For sure. Shh. You're talking about schedule one drugs. Ugh. <laughs> so, like, oh, Comedy Central's heads? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You're not worried about the politicians no, themselves. No, no. Like, I don't know, Comedy man. Central, I don't think, be pussies. You guys are rebels. I think with mushrooms especially, yeah. I, I, I think mushrooms, like, okay, remember when marijuana was deeply illegal way back in the day? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you'd fantasize with your friends about the idea of marijuana becoming legalized and you could <laughs> see that it could be on the horizon, maybe, but it was still kind of like, it's never going to be legal. It's a ridiculous dream. Yeah. I think mushrooms is the new marijuana. Maybe. I think mushrooms is going to, uh, psilocybin is going to become a prescription medication that's given to people to stop smoking. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's going to happen. They'll be so once, yeah. once they start realizing that there are medical benefits, that they yeah. keep looking like they're improving, that it's like they'll try to separate Ibogaine. it. Ibogaine. Ibogaine's yeah. a big one. Thank God for Doblin, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a champion, hero. That guy is a, that guy deserves to be. Uh, it deserves a Nobel Prize for the work right. he's doing for psychedelic because he's, he's like doing stringent, hardcore studies proving that many of these psychoactive compounds have medicinal. Who is that? Rick Doblin nice. from the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. Maps. Yeah. And it's just they do these like real study, they real hardcore studies where it's undeniable. Oh look, what do you know? Psilocybin helps long-term smokers quit, and when you compare it to Chantix, yeah, 
it's like the the psilocybin is a million times better. Yeah, it helps with my depression a lot. Yeah, it does. It heals you. Right. Changes the way your brain is functioning. You know, the paths that you're on. And I think the paths you're on. Like someone tried to explain this to me once. It's a. I've always tried to remember the exact way it's explained, but that. We, we want to think of our moments as being moments individual unto themselves, but they're not. They're a chain of unique moments throughout your entire life. Your interpretations of those unique moments, I'm paraphrasing the shit out of how this guy said it. Yeah. And then all of your associations with life itself that are connected to your interpretations mm. of these moments. And then boom, here, here you are today. And you want to think that this is life. But it's only life because of all these pathways that you've carved in the way you view oh, the world. Cool. As soon as you change so you those redo. pathways, yeah. you open up a yeah. whole new world because yeah. now your associations are different. So now your brain's reaction to life so you're itself. Your, it's you're changing your route to work and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, look at these stores. I never saw Robertson before. You're changing uh, your chemistry. And it's such a great feeling whenever any – if that happens just slightly – because a lot of people are in a cave-in situation when it comes to their lives. They're literally buried under a series of antiquated, stale symbols that they're looking at the universe through, and they feel trapped. It's like their shoes are too tight. Yeah. And if, like, a psychedelic, or meditating, too, and I really mean that. I'm not just saying that to, because so that people, because I'm, I really think meditation has the, a very similar effect. But any of these things, they reset those symbol structures in your brain. And if you just like, if you're in a cave-in and you get an extra inch compared to like being compressed <laughs> yeah. against a wall, that's mm. a big fucking deal, man. Yeah. Oh, right. So a slightly percentage difference change. Just a can really slight go a long change way. is like, oh, thank God I'm 13% less frightened than right, I was right. for my have, entire life. Have you ever heard Tony Robbins talk about changing paths in life? He had a really, really interesting analogy. He talks about like you're going... Two cars going exactly the same, or a boat rather, two boats going exactly the same direction, but one boat just takes a two degree turn, mm -hmm. just two degrees. Yeah. As they go further down, the one boat that took the two degree turn is going to go wider and wider away from the original path, and mm -hmm. that each decision that you make that's a good decision takes you closer. Like even though it's just like you're just steering your ship, just dirt, as yeah. you go out, it's going to be a much different path, a much different end than if you just stayed on the original path. That's incredible. Yeah, I love way that. different. And psychedelics yeah. makes you go right turn, Claude. <laughs> yep. Woo! That's I mean, right. look at Amber but then the, Lion. The, 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 the currents try to bring you back, though. Yes. Well, That's ego tries so to bring you back. So you go this way, and the currents kind of bring you back to where you were going, so it's like you've got to take them again. Well, I've so always said sort of get off that, current. Yep. that doing psychedelics is like pressing like the reset button for your brain, like Control-Alt-Delete. Control, remember yeah, that remember bit? That, yeah. that your, your desktop reboots, and there's only one folder on the desktop, and that's, that desktop says, the folder says, my old bullshit. And you have two mm. choices. Either you, you just like create a completely different desktop, look at reality as a, like a completely different, or open up my old bullshit and fall back into these familiar patterns because right. they're very comforting. Right. You know, and you, those moments after the psychedelic experience are so important to grab and hang on to because it gives you this opportunity to make this new way of thinking like a part of your habit. Yeah. And once you get into habit, whether it's fucking you know, the 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. Like people say that once you like have a pattern ingrained in how you behave and think and do, yeah. it just takes a consistent approach to that pattern. And then it becomes like a, like a part of you. Like that's why right, people right, right. quit smoking, like get past Three. the first 30, 90 days and you'll be all right. Right. 
Jews say when you have if you go sit in the same seat three times, you should just keep sitting there. That's your that's your all time seat. <laughs> wow, that's smart. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it, it's like when you take a psychedelic, it's like if your life is a polluted city. Like what are those polluted? Like what's that? Detroit, super, Detroit, right? Yeah. Then it's like the psychedelic all of a sudden takes you in a helicopter outside the pollution, and so now you're seeing. Oh God, the air up here is so fresh. It's yeah, so nice down here. Away. But the thing is, the helicopter's going to land. It's going to put uh, you back out into your city, and that's where the job starts. Which is like, shit, man. I got to remember nice what the city was there. looking like. How can I clean this fucking thing up? And uh, then yeah. that's that's like the that's when you start doing things like exercising, meditating, or that's where you like create just a very simple intention in everything you do, which is as much as possible. I'm going to try to alleviate the suffering of people around me as much as i can yeah you know not that might not be a lot it might just be call it that it might definitely just be, does that too we got back from from this last ufc just a little bit of mushrooms was yeah. enough that i saw a homeless guy and he's like i was like and i opened my wallet and i only had 20s and i was like no fuck it there you go yeah that's what it does yeah. in those little moments man it shows you that you get pre- those moments present themselves to you all day fucking long but if you are stuck Hold in selfishness you don't see it yeah it's yeah. real simple little things but it's fun it's a very wonderful that kind of simple intention can really depollute your your subjective city that you've been sucking in shitty gas there was one time that i saw it that i was that i was uh the only time i was like i ever guide to somebody but it was willie hunter was on him and he was shitting on vine he was shitting on some like comic who would become like a vine star you know so she was a shitty comic but she became like a and he was like oh, i hate vine we're like oh, man they're, they're fun they're six second like fun videos and he's like no i hate him we're like what about a six second youtube video you'd watch that like, i don't whatever he was just being shitty and we're like trying to talk about it and he couldn't stop then we started doing the mushrooms and he was like i'm a bad person and everyone's like no no you're fine and he kept doing it and then eventually i was like willie listen you're right that was you being a bad person yeah he's like i'm so sorry but i was like it's okay because here's the deal from now on you don't have to be that anymore yeah you can just let that go and let people talk and he's like yeah yeah that's that's what it shows you like you can change but that thing you're talking about where you realize shit i'm a bad person that is, um, there's, I can't remember the name. In Buddhism, there's an actual name for that. And it's considered to be a very sweet moment where you need that moment. Mm-hmm. It's fertilizer where you need that moment where you look at your life and you feel this very specific kind of sadness because you look at all the times you could have been kinder, all the times you could have like called that person back, all the times you could have made decisions that were pushing your boat in the direction of a better world and you didn't do it and you should feel sad about that but you shouldn't spend your whole life feeling sad right, right, about right, it right. you should just spend some time there and look at it and think okay well that's gone the past has been devoured by time there's only this moment now and so from this point forward as much as i can my decisions are going to be based on reducing the suffering of my species and that yeah, means pick up your trash just because you litter before yeah. doesn't mean you have to litter keep going forever Simple. yeah 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 the, the the path of of trying to figure out like what's the best way in life is obscured by law 
Isn't that amazing? Like the, there's laws that they've oh, yes. created that make the best tools to find out who you really are illegal. Like yeah. that's like there's not a therapy in the fucking world that will get a crazy sociopathic egomaniacal person to really look at themselves like a bag of mushrooms. Well, there's nothing. Nothing. Right. Nothing. No, all, all those moments in film are like, whoa! I realize now that's all bullshit. That's <laughs> recreating a mushroom trip. People wow. that you know that are untrustworthy that you can't you you can't like. You can't trust their stories. You can't trust their, their – like those are the people that we all agree could have like the best experience on psychedelics because it will give them like the best view of themselves. Yeah. But those are the same type of people that are going to argue against it. Like if you ever talk to people that don't want mushrooms to be legal or don't want – like, ah, oh, but the, fuck that. You think that should be legal? You lose your fucking mind. What about people who have lost their fucking mind mm. on that? It's and you're like, what? What people have lost their mind? What are you talking about? Those movies? People, yeah. In the 40s? Well, there's been some people that have blown their brains out with uh, LSD for sure. Maybe there's LSD. definitely been some people that had some psychotic episodes. And it can be argued that a lot of those psychotic episodes are – people who are control freaks or egomaniacs that are struggling with the reality that's presented with them presented to them schizophrenics shouldn't try it that's, that's my yeah, only for thing sure. Schizo- people with history of schizophrenia in their family what about then, bipolar that's people that's it yeah what about bipolar people they probably shouldn't try it either i mean yeah. there's probably a whole slew of people who have abnormal human chemistry you know what human- else bipolar people shouldn't try caffeine Really? They shouldn't take really? caffeine pills. Yeah, you shouldn't do anything that's going to push you into a manic state. It's like we can't consider, you know, it's like uh, the, the the victim thing about people, the victims of psychedelics, you know, and I know you think climbing up, what is it, the Everest. mountain? Yeah, you think it's r- ridiculous, but there's a valley there called the, I, I just read about this on Reddit. I think it's called, there's an area, I think it's called the Valley of Rainbows, and they call it that because of the brightly colored uh, jackets on the corpses that are all laying there dead. Oh, really? And I think psychedelics have the same kind of valley. I think that there is an undeniable valley that must be filled with people who've been pushed into psychotic episodes or who, who under the influence of a psychedelic, made bad decisions, car accidents, all the things that come from irresponsibly using yeah, an intoxicant. You've got to admit that's real, but yeah. just because that is real doesn't therefore exclude all the people who are saying again and again and again and again, I've had amazing my times relationships are better. Same thing my with alcohol. My marriage is healed. Same thing with alcohol. It's yeah. like, all right, there's some drunk drivers. Don't drunk drive. Yeah. But like, it's pretty fun to get fucked up with your friends once in a while. You got to yeah. look at the you whole fucking picture. can't say we're all going to fuck it up. Look at the whole thing. Don't deny the fact that they're dangerous yeah. chemicals and that people have more than likely completely lost their shit because of them. Don't deny that. But then also, don't deny the benefits in the same way with American Sniper much better movie if that character was actually dealing with the fact that he's blowing people away in a war that has been shown to be based on bad information don't you think that when you get to be as old as Clint Eastwood is don't you think that you're your faculties have been compromised yeah 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 yeah. he's almost 100% he's not thinking the same way yeah he was he's not as sharp no honestly and Million Dollar Baby was really good yeah but, but this is not that. This what's is- also, it's this subject matter that he's prone to go into these like very right-wing... And also, you probably with. get like you can't separate your deep feelings. He didn't have mm-hmm. deep feelings about women boxers, exactly. You know, but he had deep feelings about this. So he's got to be a hundred percent rah rah rah. And it's like, all right, man, now you're not. Even if you were younger, you still wouldn't be able to see this. Clearly. It's like when you're someone when someone talks like in their own words, and you get to hear them talk in their own words. You get a sense of like, oh, I see why you created this piece of art. 
I see why this mm. is your perspective. And when you saw that re- that Republican National Convention thing, whatever the fuck it was, when he was talking that's to it. Obama, that's that's Glenn Eastwood. That yeah. was, do you that's know, he's he so he's so fucking crazy that he thought that up like on the spot. That was ad libbed. Like right. he didn't even have anything planned out. Uh, this fucking guy is wow. giving this speech in front of this gigantic group of people. He's so confident in his ideas that he's going to ad lib a conversation with Obama, complete with punchlines. Oh, yeah. He, he comes from a non-video uh, world, too, where he's like, meh, so what? It's a group of a thousand people. Well, he's also Couldn't just go good, so completely what? confident yeah. in his position mm-hmm. in life and who right. he is. And he's a movie star. He's been a movie star for fucking 100,000 years. Right. Yeah. Everybody's been kissing his ass long before the internet came along. He's also a guy that agreed to do a fucking reality show. Do you know that? No. Where his wife was in a reality oh, yeah. show. His wife was in some crazy reality show, man. His wife, I don't know if they're still together. I think they might have got divorced. But he, she wanted to be a star. So she married Clint Eastwood. She was young and hot. And then she did a reality show. <laughs> didn't know it. Yeah, it didn't last. I'm, I'm not sure if he's still with her. There's no, rec- real, there's it's no cool. drama to it. I but looked it's up, probably worth it. I looked up an interview with Eastwood about directing the movie because I, I didn't understand how the guy at the really? Republican you National... You were affected com- by this. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I was just like, oh, wow, this is such blatant propaganda. They're yeah. not even trying to make it subtle. This is just like war t- wartime They make a movie out of it. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. That I was curious, like, okay, I wonder how involved Eastwood was in directing this just based on what I saw at the Republican yeah. National Convention. Didn't know it was improvised. So now that yeah. kind of explains it. I thought maybe... Oh. He no, was he just, just suffering from senile dementia or something. He, it was called Mrs. Eastwood and Company. It was on 2012. It was a reality show. So what did the interview say, though? Well, the interview was, you know, it was just him saying, That's like, he had actually been reading the book when they called. And he said, let me finish the book. I've got 40 pages left. And so I read it the next day and decided, you know, it's just a basic, basic interview. But I just, it was... It was just I like was just a phone, so phone dead movie. Thing. That was her. She's pretty goddamn hot. That's his wife. It was his wife. Yeah, she of course, him. of course, he would marry a super hot person. She's hot as fuck. He should. Kapowza wowza, son. By the way, I also goddamn movie star. Yeah, yes. What do you expect? Yeah, you can't really. Were you gonna say you also have something? Oh yeah, I also have a story that's out on YouTube now. My first story. They put it out. Oh, beautiful. Smuggling weed in Australia. Oh, shit. Oh, cool. Don't and talk be- about that on, online. What the, are you doing? The beginning of it is... Uh, all, right. all right. You should say this is all a lie. You just got done talking about how truthful you should be. Well, I don't do it anymore. Reality- I, don't do, I don't do it anymore because the results of this story. So. Yeah, but even then, you, you could be like admitting to an Interpol-related no, crime. No, str- no I don't buy into any of that shit. They're going to fucking... They have every bag of garbage <laughs> from ever the moment of time, and they have them like locked up by date labeled so that if you talk about something they can go back, go back to this to the warehouse the and they go we found it we found the bag we got the wrappers this fucking kid's on the pot and yeah, the, man. that you brought those they'll find your DNA from the wrapper from your sweat they'll isolate it and they'll bring you up into some sort of tribunal the next time you try to go to Sydney here's how little I care about that just YouTube search this is not happening Ari smuggles weed into Australia and you can see it right now you are a gangster sir you know man that makes me think of this uh, movie that's coming out I'm really excited about Timothy Leary's kid is releasing this movie about, about his him? dad and, really? and and Richard Alpert, but it's got all this like. Footage. Bradley Cooper plays Timothy Leary. I heard. What's that? Bradley no, this Cooper's is a documentary. Gonna... Oh, I I missed it. God damn it! Sorry, Joe. <laughs> so 
totally. That's such a slow ball, too. And I just fucking. It was like, a slow what? ball. <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah. He was going to give acid to this kid, and he wasn't going to, but then the kid picked up a Bible, so he gave the kid acid. No, this. this <laughs> would be, <laughs> that would be. got to start like, making the real movies of these things. That would be like their sniper moment. Yeah. Like, the kid is about to pick up the Bible. No. I can't do it. He gets the eyedropper and squirts it in the kid's mouth, and you see the kid's eyeballs dilate. The kid <laughs> falls back into a kaleidoscope, and Sergeant Pepper's lonely hearts come Here's the real Jesus. We it, hope you. <laughs> <laughs> that is what they do, too. God. They would do something probably worse, something more ridiculous than that. Won't smart people be able to see through this? Yeah, that's not who's watching this, though. Yeah, those sniper movies aren't really for smart people. But it's cool to watch clips of Timothy Leary at the Senate hearings, I apologize man. to it's my date It's cool afterwards. watching him like having to talk to Senate about LSD. It's badass. So he Did does. You, he you talks apologize to, to your date? Yeah. Why? We were talking. I was like, yeah, so I thought that would be better than I was. Sorry. <laughs> Just a poor pick. I mean, you get to pick the next one. <laughs> That's hilarious, Poor dude. pick. That's hilarious. Um, there's a lot of stories about this. And I'm getting a shitload of tweets of people asking me like to substantiate, but there's a lot of stories. It's all over uh, online. The, what, the him the, being a liar? Yeah, the, yeah, well, the concerns. I can't say. I, I don't know who the fuck is right and who's wrong. I didn't do any research. Except the jury decided. The jury decided. <laughs> In this one case that, that Ventura was right. Yeah. And then nothing else has been. They owe him. They owe um, Jesse Ventura $1.8 million, apparently. $1.8 Good. Should be $1.9 million. I say one point seven, one point seven is fair. What the fuck? It's, it's all so crazy. Man. Yeah, that mm, that's how. Let's get. Yeah, it's never like one point eight one three seven four million. Like it's that exact amount is yeah. the pain. How do they come up with it? That you narrowed it down to the close eight hundred thousand. That's a weird hundred thousand. It's a weird thing, man, to make a movie about a guy who you know is might have been a liar. And put those lies in a movie, and that gets all America all frothy. This is a there true was story. A, I mean. Oh, that means you know what that means. That means another fucking attack's coming. Does that what it means? Yeah. What do so you we think have, it's all orchestrated because we got to get people ready to join up. I don't think. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's better than a draft. I guess if you got to pick between a draft and uh, people rebel against the draft. If yeah. like if that, if that means like ridiculous propaganda movies coming out every year, then you know what I think. <clears throat> I think you should. Yeah. No wars. We should fight no wars with anyone under fifty. I think everybody who goes to war should be over 50. World peace. And let's see. Let's see how quick we fucking settle this thing. I bet it would be pretty goddamn quick. Oh. A bunch of old people that just don't want any trouble. I mean, I'm, that, that it was inc- like, how can we, is there a way to solve this without shooting them? It's like those cops are like, he was coming everything. at me. And it's like, okay, but shooting him to death is the only way to stop a guy from Every, coming at you? Because you think about yeah. the consequences Train of the decision. Officer. Think about the consequences of a decision to fly in a plane to a place where you've never been and shoot someone you've never known. Based on the directions by some people who you don't know, who are making you march. They're making you go shum, 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 shum. They're making you do all this shit, preparing you for. You have to listen to them unquestionably. We gotta come home. But imagine that with 50 year olds. Yeah. It's never going to no happen. Way. We're no, sleeping in the desert. We're, we're going to no go, way. wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are we shooting these guys? Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're breaking down what door? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Who the fuck are you and where'd you go to school? Yeah. What's your degree in? And you're going to tell me about international politics? Do you even know these fucking Sunnis? <laughs> What's the difference between a Sunni and a Shia, sir? <laughs> tell me what the difference is. Do you know? Do you know why these people are at war with each other? Do you know why they hate each other? Do you know why they hate us? Do you know this is Holy Land? Do you know how long this has been Holy Land? Do you know when they're. And you, you, if you had a group of 50 year old people. Go there and outslug it? 
Sit down, soldier, when I'm talking to you. Yeah. Oh, you're loud, so I have to listen? Is that what's going on? <laughs> oh, you don't yeah. have anything to say, so you're just going to loud. Are you going to get in my face and spit? Is that going to make me intimidated? And so I'll listen. So I'll just go and kill some people that you say are bad. If we did that, if we just had only 50-year-olds and above go to war, the whole fucking thing would change. Yeah. The whole thing. It's just, it's easy to send fucking kids. They don't know any better. They say your, your cerebral cortex, your frontal lobe, they're saying, like, for young males especially, because of the fucking influx they're of just testosterone. Like dogs. They're rowdier. They're rowdier. They're, they're, they're not making rational decisions. Like, when you're a 16-year-old kid, your balls are filled with testosterone. This is a completely new experience. By the time you've got to be 40 years old, you've had a lifetime of wanting to come. A lifetime of like knowing what that is and knowing how to mitigate it. When yeah. you're 17, 18, you don't know what the fuck is happening to your body. You add into that masturbation guilt. Like people who are actually <laughs> avoiding masturbation, most of us don't. But there are some who wow. do. So they try it as little so as possible. they still possible. put the white gloves on well, the, the Marines? When they get caught masturbating, they put make them wear a white glove all Did around. Really? Wasn't that a thing with Marines? I would wear white gloves on someone who's not masturbating. <laughs> yeah. no that shit. motherfucker's going to blow. Yeah. We, white glove, white yeah. warning. <laughs> they should have a fucking one of those GoPros under over your bunk. And if they don't see you beating off under the sheets, yeah. they can fucking ask you questions. <laughs> Duncan, you want to come in here and talk to us real quick? You got anything on your mind? Like maybe pussy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit. <laughs> pussy or booties or something on your mind? You're trying to... Keep boys' no, assholes. Sir, from... I'm just thinking about killing right now. Duncan, this is not the type of soldier we're looking for in this here army. We want well-balanced individuals that make rational choices based on the evidence at hand, not based on lust, not based on a ball full of cum, just waiting to fucking jizz all over some new part of the world to spread your fucking seed. My gun is my cock. The <laughs> bullets are my jizz. And the brains of my the Muhajadeen or <laughs> my pussy friend. <laughs> oh my God, in the movie they told him his best friend had died to go, Jim's dead, bro. <laughs> he said bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it really this bad? Bill died, bro. You gotta go see it, man. Oh it's my awful. God. And you want to get up and leave, but you're like, are you going to call me un-American if I just think yes. the filmmaking of this is bad? That's how manipulative it is. Like, you want to walk out, but simultaneously you feel like you're being like... You had to go 218 on this? This is kind you of... You couldn't have done this in, a, in an hour, an hour 26? Yeah. It's <laughs> 218. It's kind of embarrassing if this turns out that this guy really did make up all this shit. Because there's another article I'm, I'm looking at right now about the, the, the criticism of the post-Katrina New Orleans story, like how it's all total horseshit. Yeah. How they can prove it's horseshit because he wasn't even there at that time. Oh. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of horseshit. I mean, there's 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 Facebook and pages. in the movie, it's all he's just trying to downplay all of his legend, even though he's now it's like he's the one who was saying it. Yeah, they'll I fry mean, you for this if you're wrong. Good luck, good luck with your shine on. I'm not I'm in, supposed to I'm not help in, you out here, but yeah, they'll fry you for it. Yeah, they'll fry you. Put you in eleven. Why aren't you looking? You're the spotter. Look, you helped him <laughs> tell if it's an IUD or not. Were you just crouching behind a wall? Just fucking up his shot. Or if you needed extra pressure on this. There's a Facebook page. I'm not endorsing this. I'm just letting you know. That's dedicated entirely to the subject. And it's Chris Kyle was a murderous liar. That's murderous. The, it's a community on Facebook. And it's mm. all a bunch of different posts saying that, you know, saying how much it was bullshit. This is crazy, man. Yeah, I guess people don't want to. Ex it's really hard for people to digest the simple fact that pe that war makes a lot of money for a small amount of people. It it's a money. profitable endeavor, and 
if you want to make money in that industry, then you've got to convince heroes because that is a heroic instinct. It's a really sweet impulse. The idea that I will give my life for you to protect you to protect people i don't know that's the one of the highest human aspirations it's like an incredible thing but so you take those people who have this incredible aspiration to give their life to protect people and you lie to them yeah brainwash (laughs) them and send them to a place to kill people based on this very incredible thing yeah they made pat dillman leave the nfl and fucking give his life and by Uh, the way well no pat tillman did it on his own yeah but, but I'm saying, but, it, put it in his mind, yeah. like, we need you to do this. But Pat Tillman country. was a huge critic once he got over there. The, you know, he was killed by friendly fire. And yeah. there's many people that have speculated they murdered him. They murdered him because he wouldn't shut the fuck up about his, how disorganized whole, everything was, about uh, what a, a dog and pony show, and everything was fucked up. The people that he had to listen to were all assholes. He was like, this is crazy. Like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I wanted. Like, you'd be, there's total chaos, which led to this fucking crossfire situation. He was killed, Pat fucking Tillman. Yeah. Tell him to stop shooting. And then they shot him they shot his whole troop up though yeah. right i mean look there when wow. you start shooting things that's the other thing they become targets yeah, and then say we've then we become don't, targets they don't comment on drone mistakes they yeah. don't comment on the on the times when it's, it blows up a fucking wedding convention which is most of the time and it's like, there's more mistakes the innocence and they're like our policy is not to comment on that like wait why is that an allowable policy yeah, the percentage is terrifying. If you look at the percentage of people that are actually killed by drones that are their intended targets, it's terrifying. Well, they shouldn't be terrorists, but they're, they're not. surgical strikes. Yeah. yeah. How crazy is that? You're not, it's not a scalpel on the end of a fishing pole. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. It's the idea that surgical is retarded. If we had drones going overhead, and then I found out who's responsible for it, Yemen, and I'm a little kid, and I'm like, this, this fucking Yemen drone that's over here killed my kid. It's like, goddamn right, I'm going to want to attack Yemen. Stop fucking sending that shit over here. It killed my father. Yeah. Well, not only that, but... Why you, wouldn't they want to... Uh, if you look at the... Like we were talking there. earlier about what you were saying about this, these invading armies in Iraq and the, all the people that have PTSD and the birth defects. You, you got to go way back to the original Gulf War. They were using fucking depleted uranium and everybody forgets about this. Yeah. Everybody completely sweeps this under the rug. It was proven. They used depleted uranium shells that blew right through fucking tanks. This incredibly dense nuclear waste that poisons everything around it for, well, 100,000 years. And no that was 25 deal. years ago. We're expecting those 15-year-olds who are the 40-year-olds now to go... Oh, well, I don't care anymore. No big deal. Yeah. Not I'll just fucking... forget about that time you killed my entire family. Oh, and you're right here? Someone representing your government's right uh, oh, here? Totally it's... cool. But it's something that we're not supposed to talk about, just like the ideologies that we, d- we discussed earlier, just like religion. It falls into a religion. You got to talk about it. Nationalism falls into a religion. If you don't all start talking about it, right. then, the, then you if can't you talk about talk it. You got to talk about it. Well, it's also because, right. like, look, there you are bad all people. keep talking about that's it. That's right, why the man. weed, yeah. it's like, that's why it's all leaked, because everyone's like, oh, no big deal, right? Exactly. Everyone talks about it, becomes normalized. You got to just talk about it at all times. Exactly. With your friends, with whatever. And it doesn't mean that you don't, this is where people get confused. It doesn't mean that there aren't heroes and doesn't mean you don't need a defense. You don't need to be able to protect yourself from some fucking North Korean asshole if that guy decides to start taking over the world. Like, what if they had massive resources? We're lucky they're in a resource-starved environment. So you have this communist dictator with nuclear weapons in a resource-starved environment where they have to shut the lights off at night because they can't afford to keep them on. But if that guy had oil oil or right. gold or something crazy and like Saudi Arabia type money 
if like one of those guys became some sort of a fucking world spreading villain, you need heroes. You need real soldiers that are willing to fight against right. bad people. Yeah. That's what happened in World War Two, right? Yeah. In World War Two, when you had the Nazis and all that. I mean, I'm sure but there's they all sorts the of complexities. Nazis. They use the justified war uh, argument as yes. proof to get us into sort of less, way less justified wars. Absolutely, and, and not what we were saying before about religion was the best thing to happen to the U.S. Army. Well, we're They're saying, like, look, now we can do anything if we just say we're doing the right thing. Exactly. It's exactly the same thing we were saying about religion. Yeah. Is that it's not that these people are bad people, and it's not that God is bad. No one's saying that, like, but what we're saying is, like, look what's being done in the name of this, and look how there's right. no thinking. Right. Whenever there's no thinking and horrific acts are being done. There's no thing. If you're ever in a situation where a fucking little kid has a rocket launcher, everybody should stop what they're doing, get the fuck out of there, and try to figure out, A, how, how, how did this happen, yeah. and B, how do you fix it? And the way you don't fix it is by shooting kids. That right. doesn't fix shit. That's just like the mother, my baby! You know what no the Oakland PD is doing now? Oakland PD is starting up like youth basketball leagues, and they're coaching and stuff, to, wow. so that the youth grow up not going, fuck the police, but like, no, the police are cool, they help us out and stuff. That's a and great so it's like, idea. Look, we can't solve it right now but 20 years from now it'll be better than it is now well it's also look what's happened in new york when they they did the police slowdown where they just wouldn't arrest anybody yeah. for anything after those two kids got or those two uh yeah. cops got shot by that one guy yeah um that one guy who by the way also shot his fucking ex-girlfriend like the guy was a piece of shit like to, to people to think he's a hero like Jesus Christ, he shot his girlfriend first, and then he went and shot those cops. Guy, he was a psychotic, murderous person. But because of that act, the cops backed up. The cops finally started stop fucking with people. They need to stay where they're at, right there. Yeah, exactly. Right where they are, right there. Why are you After fighting against cameras? Killed? Why are you fighting against yeah, cameras? I'm not saying that they should be scared all the time of being murdered, but I'm saying the attitude that they develop. Like, okay, we're not going to arrest anybody for anything that's not important. That's all you should have ever been doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. You're well, not a was, fucking it's revenue a, collector. It's yeah. illegal to sell cigarettes outside. So tell them to get lost or don't you do don't shit. Take them down. How about, that? Yeah. How about you hire a fucking lawyer to go sue that guy, and then right. you find out. He doesn't have any money. He's not going to pay you anyway. There's your problem. Yeah. You got a problem with tax collecting. You don't have a problem. If that guy robs somebody, then you bring in they the cops. They don't arrest people for jaywalking. If in he New comes York. in and he breaks in your house and steals your TV, then you right. have the cops. But anything, any use of that other than protecting people, fucking uh, choking a guy because he's not paying cigarette tax. Yeah. What, what the fuck are the cops? Yeah, it's not like New York plunged into chaos exactly. because they started enforcing. Yeah, how about enforcing the write him a ticket? Yeah. yeah. You know how much nicer the world would be if cops only acted in that slow down manner? But they don't act like that with big black men. There's well, a be, huge be, racism I thing mean, we, It would be incredible. Yeah. They don't act that well, you way. Were, you've been there over the last few months. You, you moved there yeah. like half the year. Yeah. What is your experience like in the difference in racism out here as opposed to racism Well, everyone's there? all joined in here we're way set more separated but it's like i don't think we see shit like why people don't even see the con like they're constantly getting like you know what resisting arrest is resisting arrest is after the first time somebody's like hey let me see your id and they grab you and they push you the second time the same shit happens a cop pushes you the fourth time they say get out of your car and they grab your wrist and go come on man if you pull back you've resisted arrest wow so Enough, got come on no, I'm, I'm late for a movie what let's just talk about this first You've resisted arrest. Right, and it's up to their discretion whether or not they choose to arrest you or don't arrest you. And, like people, and, yeah. Some people get off on the exact same charge, and they skate, whereas other people get arrested. Like, yeah. if you're a white guy with a suit, and you do a certain thing... The stop and frisk was yeah. based on stop and frisk people 
Latinos and blacks who look like they might have some shit. Right. You didn't see it on Wall Street. You didn't no, see them instigating not. stop and frisk on Wall Street. So people on Wall Street weren't as outraged about it. Stop and frisk yeah. for shit that shouldn't be illegal in the first right. place. Right. So that's like Sorry. illegal search. It's like saying we're going to just search you, but well, we have no reason to search you. Well, it could have been weapons, right? Yeah, we but should, it's no, they were looking for weapons. They're, they're looking right. for, I mean, it's dope, man. They want to get you for dope. Oh, right. Then they arrest you for dope. Like, that's they're what looking they arrest, for weapons. They they're like, oh, weed, huh? Now you're going to jail. Something that grows out of the earth that helps cancer. And I'll be honest, stop if, seizures. If I'm, a, if I, yeah, if I'm a cop and I, and I don't like you, and I see something, even if I don't think it's wrong, if I'm a 23 year old, I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna put you in jail now. Meanwhile, you I don't can even be think it's wrong. Wall Street guy with a leather bound briefcase that has your in your engravement of your initials and your family crest on it. They pull you over. They f- stop and frisk you. Pop open the. T- you see a bottle of pill heroin. Uh huh. Heroin yeah, pills, right. but. On that bottle has your name on it. They go, well, yeah. seems to so okay. match. Here's your heroin bag. You've registered. You've registered. That's You've absurd. paid your taxes. Yeah. Absurd. The king got his price up this. You yeah. know how I know? From you know both, how I know the that, doctor as well. You know how I know that people would abuse their privileges based on stuff they don't even believe in? We have a comedian's basketball league, and we're all playing. And since it's a rec league, they call technicals on curses and stuff. And so if you hear somebody comedians? curse. Comedians? Yeah. Well, they don't know it's a comedian's league. We just made our own comedian's league. But if we hear somebody cursing, some other comedian, if I hear fucking Jeff die curse, I'll go, oh, he cursed, he cursed. And we all try and get a fucking cheap technical <laughs> of shit that no comic believes cursing should be not allowed. Right, but isn't that just for fun? Like, you're yeah, only doing for it fun. for fun. Yeah, but we want the fucking benefit. We're going to abuse our power so we don't believe in. Of course, if you're 23, somebody goes, fuck you, cop. Like, well, I'll look at anything I can to put you in jail right now. That would be like if we were playing pool and I go, oh, it's fucking shot. Oh! Give me ball in hand. Exactly, because I cursed and you'd yeah. actually ask for it. No, 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 dude, you got to give me ball in hand. Like, that would be such <laughs> a. Like, I decline that rule. Douchey game. You guys do that playing basketball? Like, you need to stop. You need to get on mushrooms and think about that. Yeah. Calling technicals. I say, for when, they're, when they're technicals like that or not having your jersey, I'm like, we're comics. Nobody remembers to wash their jersey. Uh, and it's only comics playing against comics? That's we made it? our own league. So you so have to have done an open mic at least to get on the to get on the thing. That's hilarious. Except we have one team we call them the, the corporate sellouts, and that's all the agents and managers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. You know what you should do? You should recruit really fucking good players and just get them to do an open mic. Night that's what Rick dominate. Glassman shit. That's what he does, and he gets them to do one open mic. Like no that's man. All you'd have to the do. point is to play the game with comics. So we're all having fun. Uh, play the game with. Com- <laughs> well, we used to have a comics uh, softball league back in Boston. Really? Oh my god, it would get so competitive. It was so crazy. It was like like competitive people yeah. screaming at people over fucking fouls or or where ball was in the ball was out. You know, it's like oh my god. Yeah, I remember like people in each other's face throwing their gloves down, screaming at each other. A comics bat baseball game. <laughs> yeah, but that's Boston. Too. Baby babies without their bottles. I was back at Boston that they fixed that club. That laugh that's Boston. Great. Yeah, great. the sound system is awesome. Okay. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Because the the everybody had that rumor that was out that the sound system sucked is loud as fuck. It did feedback once when I got like on top of the the the, the actual speaker. That wasn't even like, what I was talking about. But so. that happens mm-hmm. almost everywhere. You know, unless it's perfect. Not, that's yeah. one thing the improv does. You there's never a fuck up. If you're working an improv, like if the the sound system's always perfect, the seating is always perfect, there's never sightline issues. Right. They don't ever fuck oh, right. around. Like you know some f- clubs that you work out they're kind of funky. Like if you stand like on one stadiums where you can't even see fly balls. Yeah, but clubs built... worse because yeah. there's often pillars in the room. Yeah. And if you're behind that pillar it. and you go to the right side, like the the people that are behind that pillar yeah. literally can't even see you. Yeah, like they're there, but unless they're, they have to watch monitors in a club, the improv has that nailed. Yeah, like they always say like, "Nope, you got to set this up like that." Like all of them are like, "Nope, set it up like that." Like, yeah, like 
this way. It's got Todd Glass level approval. Todd Glass. Yeah. 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 That's like, helium. Helium. He helped them design. Oh, he yeah, did? That place was great. Yeah, helium cool. in Philly. Listen, I gotta go. Get oh wait, can I can I say can I say something real quick? Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna be doing a live Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast on the 25th, with which is this Sunday in Dallas, Texas. And ticket links are at my website. Good Lord, Duncan Trussell, a live Duncan Trussell Family with Hour Johnny in Pemberton. Dallas <gasps> with Johnny Pepperton. Yeah. Please <laughs> tell me I can go. <laughs> you can oh, that's please. Cool. <laughs> what, what, is it this weekend? It's this weekend, uh, this Sunday. Go. Where is it? I'm gonna be. In that's Sweden. in Dallas, and then I'm doing uh, cool. Austin and the Come and Take It. Conference. Comedy Festival, uh, which is in Houston, too. So what is it called? A, the what? The Come and Take It Comedy and... Takeover Festival. Oh. It's on my website. Nice. If you're in Texas, come out and see a podcast. Yeehaw! And, and uh, Comedy Central, This Is Not Happening, premieres. This Thursday. Every Thursday at 12.30 after at midnight for eight straight weeks. Boom, son. Look at the openings. Eight different openings. The director's crazy. Boom, son. Cool. And uh, on top of that, the other videos are available all on YouTube on... Yeah, go to This Is Not Happening on YouTube. Just enter that. They should all be coming up. Good googly moogly, ladies and Duncan's gentlemen. will be out tomorrow. My new one's out today. All right. I'm gone all week. No more podcasts. Go fuck yourself. Go Thanks, on. everybody. Uh, see you soon. Oh, uh, Jew, January 30th. I'm at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Again, back at the Mirage. With nice. Tony Hinchcliffe and Ian Edwards. So we'll see you then. All right. Much love. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Go to myusatrainer.com for a free 14-day sneak peek. Thanks also to Vegas.com. Shh. It's a secret. Go to Vegas.com and use the code word ROGAN in the promo box to get 10% off everything but air hotel packages. Vegas.com. We're also brought to you by Smart Things. Smart Things allows you to monitor, control, and automate your home from wherever you are, you fucks, using your smartphone. It's pretty slick, and it is the Consumer Electronics Show's 2015 Editor's Choice Award winner. Go to smartthings.com forward slash Rogan to get 10% off any home security or solution kit. That's smartthings.com forward slash Rogan. And finally, last but not least, thank you to Squarespace.com. Go to Squarespace.com. Use the code word Joe for a free trial and 10% off your first purchase. That's Squarespace.com. Much love, my friends. See you soon. Big kiss. Mwah.